2: This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big
1: X. Sportos, motorheads, bloods, waste oids, dweebies. They all adore him. They think he's a
0: righteous dude. Hey! All 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 right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Welcome everybody. It is uh, Thursday, January 4th. This is the Mike Rutherford Show. We're coming to you from the world-famous University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in lovely Louisville, Kentucky Cards. Fans, if you're looking for a competitive advantage in today's data-driven world, why not earn your master's in business analytics from the University of Louisville? You can do it in just 12 months. There's no previous coding experience required. These courses are now available also both online and in person. To get started or learn more, visit business.louisville.edu today. We're on the air today from 3.05 until 6 here on 1450 AM, one FM, streaming all over the land. You know us better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey here with you on a Thursday as we continue to roll on in the first full week of 2024. Uh, Trevor, we have a new coffee machine. Did you know that? I did not. You made me nervous today. Well, the coffee machine doesn't work, so that's <laughs> that's an issue. Judging by the number of cups in the garbage, I think I'm not the only one having a problem. It just with, doesn't brew.
2: What was wrong with the old, like, uh, what, what was this, the, the K-Packs? Or whatever? Keurig. Keurig, yeah, what was this wrong with This is that? also
0: a Keurig. It's a new one, except I think the difference is it doesn't brew coffee. So that's, that's a little bit of an issue. I'll, I guess I'll try again during the break. That's its whole purpose of living. You'd think, uh, but it, it's not. I think I just wasted, like, five cups and, like, five little K-Cups trying to get the thing to work. It just it just doesn't do anything. Can we just bring out the old one, then? I would like to, to think so. Maybe I can bring an old one from home. I don't know. i got an no old uh, one at home. Yeah, we'll have to get that figured out. Uh, that's about the only thing that's different, though, that you're going to hear on the radio today, because the, the conversation that we're about to have for the next three hours, I think is going to feel awfully uh, familiar. Uh, Louisville last night, losing to Virginia on the road... Um, a hapless performance. Not really ever a competitive game outside of the first what ten minutes or so. Kind of reminds you of the Kentucky game a little bit.
2: I th- and maybe not even that much. I think it, I think the first TV timeout was about the end of the the competition for us. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess that's about them, Yeah,
0: I'll get. We'll get into the game. We'll talk about it. You'll we'll hear from you on the Thornton Sexton line as well. 502 I mean, we, last night it really just set in. As the like the second half was going, and like yeah, you know, I'm at the point now where I just I, I don't feel anything. I'm watching these games. I'm watching my beloved something that I've cared deeply about for my entire life. Just watching them go through the motions and get their ass kicked on the road, and just I, I feel nothing. But it was really setting in. Like we're gonna do two and a half months of this more. Like like you know the the same complaints online, the outrage, the, the 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 video clips, the one or two people here and they're trying to defend this. The the, out, I mean, the, the biggest story of last night, I think, wasn't anything that happened on the floor. It was Corey Alexander and, and him going after the UFL fan base and trying to lecture us about what we shouldn't be doing and trying to compare Tony Bennett to Kenny Payne. I, I think that's what we're going to talk about more than anything else today. But the actual game itself, like it, it just reinforced, as I'm sitting there watching this, that I, we've got like 80 more days of this. And I, I don't know. like We're going to have to have... You know how people have... Nowadays, like you'll have, like, mental health breaks. Like, they will they build it into schools where you've got, like, hey, this is, like, a, a quick break. We're going to do this fun game. We're bringing in, like, therapy dogs to pet. We're going to have to have something like that where in the middle of hour number two, it's, like, okay, 15 minutes where we can't talk about Louisville basketball. We've got to talk about something else, preferably not sports-related. I know you kind of – you're an expert at that. But we have to have, like – it needs to be designed. It needs to be built into the show because I, I don't think – like, I – really and truly believe that people don't want us to talk about this actual basketball team
2: i mean opposed to the self-medication i've been doing for myself
0: well yeah that's just we all have our ways like i said i'm not <laughs> judging anybody for what they have to do to get through this season but like
2: you you were right though there, there was a point in the game like normally when i'm watching you about game like i won't make like, answer my i'm answer a text here and there you know but i like if somebody calls and answer i had a call last night i just paused the game and answer the phone yeah i mean i didn't Muted or and didn't stop it. I paused it because I did want to, you know, still watch. But I still paused it and I was like, okay, let's see what he wants. But wasn't we anything important. It was just, buddy, kind like, hey, what's up? And I was like, watching game. He's Like, oh yeah, I forgot it was on. I was like, I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, it's just going with emotions. So the, that that was it. Much the fan base, much like the the players and this coaching staff, are just kind of going with emotion.
0: It it, it all feels like we're just doing this to get through it, right? Like this is. Yeah. Yeah, we're the classic, uh, you know, like 55 like year old married couple that just, you know, they, they don't have sex anymore. They haven't loved each other for a while. And they're just roommates. Like, we're basically like, we're just, we feel all feel like we just kind of have to do this at this point. We're, we're just, you know, we're staying together for the kids is, is what's happening. That's how it feels. I don't know who the kids are in this hypothetical, but. You in can this, figure this, it out this, yourself. In
2: this situation, the kids hate the parents.
0: Everybody kind of hates each other. We yeah, are it's, it's like, dysfunctional family. I mean, you might as well just get a
2: divorce. Leave me alone, please.
0: Go away. I'm doing fine. That's how it feels right now. Yeah, I mean, it's there's nothing good happening here.
2: I, I do like the, the 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 idea of a segment where we just talking, we, we just ignore the fact basketball even exists.
0: Like let's you know, 15 minutes on giraffes. Why not? <laughs> I'd love the, to know more about giraffes. What color
2: is a giraffe's tongue?
0: Black. Yes. There you go. We're already doing it. How do we know that? Because it's Salute Your Shorts. Is that where it's from? I think I feel like everybody knew that at some point.
2: I, I, just, that, that's like, it's a, I don't remember what episode or why it was even part of the show, but I just remember that it was like there was a trivia question, and the, uh, the counselor, well, I don't remember the counselor's name. The Hug? The, yeah. He comes in, he's I like. I remember that name. Come on. I remember the draft. I remember the scene, but I can't remember his name. He comes in, he's like, my mascot at high school was a draft. And every time he'd yell, his tongue would reach out, and it was a big Black tongue.
0: <laughs> See, we're already doing this. Fifteen minutes for to self, to preserve our sanity until we get to mid March. I think this could happen. This could, this could be good. It could. You know, the draft could beat up a lion. We've we've, we've talked about that. I'm I'm team lion still. That's more summer talk. But we, yeah, yeah it, it could be February talk this year. Who knows? <laughs> it could be tomorrow talk. We're about to take a summer vacation on January fourth. You want me to preview Pitt tomorrow? I don't <laughs> think you want that. No. I was joking about it for a while, like last year and this year, but like. I really and truly believe, and you can back me up on the text line if you agree with this. I think that people don't want us to talk about the basketball team. Like, I, I think they want to hear about, hey, are you hearing anything about who Josh may target? Or what What, what do you think about this coach? Or, you know, is it going to happen? Could it happen before the end of the season? I think people want to know that. But as far as like, hey, you know, Curtis Williams broke out of a shooting slump last night and hit fourth, I, I don't think people even care about that anymore. I, I really, like, maybe there's a, a minority out there that wants to talk about it, but like, I don't think anybody wants to hear how we match up against Pitt on Saturday. Like, and it's so sad because that is, like we typically are one of the rare fan bases that people do want to hear that like, in the middle of basketball season. You want to hear the X's and O's. You want to hear what you think about the team, who's getting better, who looks worse, what can we do to get better, how do we match up, how do we stack up nationally. And now everybody's like, they're going to fire this guy? And that's it. The best way to sum up last night, I said this on the show at the end of yesterday, I was going to meet, my wife and, and her sister and her cousin, and we're doing, like, a, a birthday dinner for Mary out at uh, Mojito in Havana, the the, the Havana rumba-type place in St. Matthew's. And Any good? Yeah, it's, it's, we, we go there. I feel, like I, we end up, it. I feel like we end up going there uh, every year for her birthday. So, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's basically Havana rumba. It's just, like, a different version. So, we go there, and, and like, we get done – pretty close to the the start of the game we end up leaving there probably like 715 when when I left there I think we were we were up like 14 12 but there's a lot of TVs in this place they've got a big bar they've got a, like, an open area at the front which is more casual than the, the the dining room all these TVs none of them have the Louisville game on like none of them did, We've, did he have sports on you've got SEC network I don't even know what they were showing. As you, you've as got probably. You've got main ESPN, and then you've got CBS showing Wheel of Fortune.
2: <laughs> That's a, I was curious because we were on ESPN too, right? We were. At,
0: this was a nationally televised yeah. conference game against one of the bigger brands in the ACC. Early January, city of Louisville, a restaurant in the heart of the city of Louisville. Nobody's showing the game. Nobody's asking them to show the game. What? Like I don't think anybody was going there and being like, "Hey, can you guys get the cards game on? What are you doing here?" Like that's. And I've I've heard other stories like this too. Where we
2: do you think it was on and someone was like, "Can you turn on Will Fortune?"
0: Maybe, <laughs> but like I've, I've heard other stories like that the last couple of years about you know people being at bars like sports bars where they're just they don't have the game on and nobody's complaining about it. And that's, I I mean, I, I don't even have to do the old like when I was growing up. This was unthinkable. It was unthinkable like three years ago. Two years ago, as bad as we were in the final season under Chris Mack, you know, it wasn't until late January when Bleep really hit the fan and, and it was obvious that the team was, was not going to do anything and people were upset with Chris Mack. But people still were like watching the games and reacting to the wins and the losses and trying to support Mike Pagese after Chris Mack left and, and all that stuff. Like, it's unimaginable. That you could be at a, a, a establishment, and the place was packed last night. Like, like there are lots of people there. There's live music. There's all the stuff happening, and not one person would go up to somebody that works there and be like, "Hey, Louisville's playing Virginia on ESPN two. Maybe you should get it on one of your 17 TVs here." Like that was, that was as depressing as anything that I've I've experienced over this overwhelmingly depressing two three year period. That is kind of it is sad. It's more than a little sad. It's terrible. I mean,
2: is that, is that not the kind of Kenny pain experience in a nutshell, though? It really
0: is. Like it, it, it epitomizes where we are right now as a program and a fan base that we have in a restaurant
2: against a, a rival team in a national televised game. You can't get one person to ask for the game on.
0: And the thing is, you know that we're stoked because there's all this talk about the, the last couple of years when we've been so bad, and even going back to 2016 when we self-imposed the tournament ban about Louisville fans being like, "Congrats!" Like you're not going to get our NCAA tournament ratings now. It's the biggest market. The thing we watch, like like the numbers show, we're still the biggest market in the country for college basketball. Nobody watches more college hoops. Nobody watches more of the NCAA tournament than people in Louisville do. So it's not like, it's not like we're not aware of what's going on, and people are just doing other things. It's just like we we are openly choosing to not watch this team play basketball anymore because we're so upset at the product that's on the floor every single time that we watch them. And last night was no exception. You know, I did. I listened to the, the the radio broadcast. By the time I got home, I think it was like it was 20 and Louisville was playing a decently competitive half. And then right when we get home and we start opening presents with Mary and then doing a little br- singing, Happy Birthday! What'd she get? Uh, I mean, we don't need to get into that. Oh, ooh, yeah. all right. She got she she's fine. She she enjoyed her right, presents. Mike, all right. Uh, you know, Virginia goes on a what eleven zero run to night. end the. Uh, no, it didn't. <laughs> Virginia goes on an eleven zero run to end the half, and, and the the game's it's done like it's over you know you know Louisville is never competitive again they never really threatened in the second half and everything that we said on yesterday's show was going to happen it happened like, we didn't defend three-point shooters except
2: we, I, you didn't think we'd cover, they cover I did
0: yeah but I mean like as far as the way the game played out oh yeah, yeah. like we let them do whatever they wanted to on offense um they shot above 50 percent from the field because of that we you know we let them make 10 threes they missed a lot of wide open threes which is our best defense It's like hey maybe they'll miss uh offensively you know it was nice to see Curtis Williams shoot but we did the whole you know attack them fairly well for the first 8 12 minutes and then once they start pulling away we just panic and do exactly what virginia wants you to do which is take challenge shots from the outside which is not our forte and we never really tried or threatened and then we we kind of quit and people start going just one on one which yeah, is what they want which is exactly what we do and you know Kenny Payne he gave the same speech after the game about how like you know we came out with the right mindset the right game plan and the right fight and then things started going poorly and we kind of stopped stop fighting and, stopped. and I'm like you can't just let that happen like it is all I, I still like, some of that's on the coaches some of that's on the players and I'm like my god like that's no It's it's your job to make sure that the team doesn't fight uh, doesn't stop fighting in the middle of a game against Virginia and I think it was um, Mark Ennis found the quotes from the tip-off luncheon this year, where Payne said at times last year it looked like we didn't fight. We didn't fight at times last year. Not going to be an issue this year. Uh, and then this year, like, like you know, I feel like in ninety percent of the games we've lost, he's gone out there and been like, you know, we we stopped fighting a little bit, got away from the game plan. We, coaches got to do better, players got to do better. I'm like, at what point does that stop being an excuse that you're just like, hey, they're not doing what we want them to do? like. It- it's the whole reason why yeah. you're being paid $4 million a year.
2: I hope they're not doing what you want them to do. If that's what you're telling them to do, then, then we do it. Well, they do it for a little bit, and then they just <laughs> stop. I'm like, I'm like,
0: well, at what point do you call a timeout and be like, hey, you're not doing what you were doing. He, he just he never uses the bench as a motivator. He, he lets these long stretches drag on without calling a timeout. and It just – all of it always re- – it always goes back to the same place, which is the guy doesn't know what he's doing. Like, that's – every time that he says something like this, it all – you can do the whole like we're pulling threads in different directions. This piece of evidence, this piece of it, all goes back to one place, which is he does not know what he's doing, and that's why we're nine and thirty-six, and we're zero and twenty in games away from the KFC Yum Center over the last two years. But we
2: shouldn't give up because if Virginia fans had given up on Tony Bennett at this point, they wouldn't have won a national title. Let's talk about that. So first, I want to preface go ahead. Thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Normally, like I. I, I, I'm usually indifferent when it comes to announcers. Like a lot of people are like, I hate this guy, I love this guy. I, I can really give two bleeps less either way. Like ninety nine percent of the time what they say goes in and winning and out the
0: other. Well typically yeah. you are high in playing video games while you're watching Louisville play though. Not Louisville. Usually any other game probably, yes. Well, at least half of that statement. Half, the was pi- right. <laughs> half of the half, equation. <laughs> half of that statement was
2: right. When it comes to, when what was on I, I I'm on the big T V, no other, you know, no 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 thing that's going on. But it's like Duke and Carolina, yeah, put it, let's put it on the laptop and we'll play some Madden. But yeah, but I like having I like hearing it. I just like, like I wish there was a way you could like mute the announcers but still leave the crowd noise in. Like, I, can we get that in technology at some point? Because I mean, we're we're feeling like they getting,
0: do it. Yeah, uh, you know, they, they do it a lot for clips that, that circulate on social media. Like I, I saw it a lot last MLB playoffs. Like so they're like, here's the Bryce Harper home run and the crowd reaction with no announcer talk. I'm like, can we just get games like this? Yeah, like, give me an option. I can, clear, I can turn closed captioning
2: on and off. Can I not turn the announcers on and off? That's a good idea. Because, that's the next step. <laughs> we got moving forward here. Because I, I'd like to, I want to hear the, like, the the crowd sound, but I don't. I don't really want to, so I leave the announcers on for that reason. And usually it goes in one, one out the other. And, and sometimes they'll say something that makes me snicker. Usually more often than not, I'm not paying attention. But I just couldn't get. I don't know what it was. Like just, Corey Alexander was just driving me insane last night. You were the I, only one. And I understand that. And I to the point where I even texted you. I was like, did he just really say this? Like he's comparing the start of our. Like Tony Bennett still in his first year has won more games than twice as many games is Kenny Payne has won to this point in year two. Kenny was, what, nine games? Tony won 16 in his first year. I mean, they're not even. They're, they're apples and oranges. Oh, man. I, I kind of liked Corey when he played in college, but like now I'm just like, can we get Curtis Staples back in here instead?
0: <laughs> I mean, can we get the other dude? <laughs> I went back and looked, because I knew I tweeted something about Corey Alexander in the past, and, and it turns out I've tweeted a lot of things about Corey Alexander in the past. <laughs> but my favorite one was... The L.L.S. one? No, not the LLS one. <laughs> we tried to give him a rap name. No, that was that was bad too. But two years ago, when the like the, the end, of, it was like the last regular season game under Mike Pagese, and Corey Alexander. I, t- I tweeted this. I was, I was just taking into account like this is how he talks himself into a pretzel every single game. It feels like, <laughs> but Corey Alexander, three minutes into the game, quote, credit this Louisville team for never letting its effort level drop under Mike Pagese. Corey Alexander, literally 15 minutes into the game. If you've watched this Louisville team of late, you haven't really seen this type of effort from them. Like he just, he, there's no consistency. I don't think he knows what he's talking about half the time. But so I, I had a little bit of a different, you know, like I said, the first probably 10 minutes of the game. I'm, I'm at, at dinner. The. Like the big most of the, the 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 whole rest of the first half, and then the, the like the first like eight minutes of the second half, I'm not really listening to the game because the kids are up running around and, and we're doing birthday stuff for I Mary. I zoned him out in the second half. He
2: said something crazy. I missed but it. But
0: yeah. I'm seeing the quotes pop up on Twitter. People are texting me about how mad they are. At least my friends that are still watching games, and it, it is like it's beyond annoying to still have announcers be doing this a year and a half into this. Like it, it was annoying this time a year ago. When we you know, we're one in ten, and people are telling us how great this is and how we're we're dumb for not being okay with with Louisville basketball being one in twelve, but to have it happen right now and to have the points make so little sense is kind of infuriating. Uh, you know, he, he, like you said, he's comparing what Louisville's going through right now to what Virginia did at the start of its tenure with Tony Bennett, when, like you said, Bennett fifteen and sixteen year one, 16 and fifteen year two, but It's it's an apples-to-oranges comparison. Tony Bennett had been a head coach at both the NBA or coach at the NBA and college level for, what, like
2: damn near three decades? I mean, not to mention playing and and coaching under his father then taking over first dollar at Green Green Bay, yeah. He was
0: great at Green Bay as a player. Mm -hmm. He was – then he goes to Charlotte. He's an NBA player there. By the time he got to Virginia – he had, he had taken Washington State, which is probably the worst job in the Pac-12. It's widely presumed to be the worst job in the Pac-12. He had won 26 games in back-to-back seasons at Washington State and won three NCAA tournament games, gone to the Sweet 16 in 2008. So you had...
2: He did Clay Thompson, didn't he?
0: He did. That's what I thought, yeah. You had some pretty solid evidence that this guy knows what he's doing by the time that he took the Virginia job. And Virginia was not in a place of power at all when he got there in 2009 and they were competitive. I mean they went, you know, 16 and 15 overall is not a great record. They were 7 and 9 in the ACC his second year. And if you're saying that that's at all comparable to uh, to Kenny Payne being 9 and 36 overall, 2 and 21 in the ACC, 0 and 20 in games away from the KFC Yum Center, 24 of those 36 losses by the way coming by 12 points or more. What are you talking about?
2: Oh, he took over an 11 win team at Washington State and the next year won 26 games and went to their first tournament in 11 years.
0: Yeah. They finished second in the Pac 12.
2: Yeah. They went back to back tournaments. He, he missed it. Yeah. Clay Thompson was a freshman his, his last year at Pac- at Washington State, but still. Yeah. I mean, it's my favorite is the, the, the crutch that is. You have no—people don't understand what kind of mess this program was in. You don't understand. I, I don't think—you're yeah, exactly. just reading, like, regurgitating with, like things
0: you've read off our message boards, probably. We keep hearing about this stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure that I've—that that, I've—Trevor has—everybody listening has followed what's going on at Louisville more closely than Corey Alexander has for the last eight years. Don't tell me that we don't know what type of mess we were in. We know—we know the ins and the outs. We knew every board member. We've read more NCAA bleep than you have—have have, have even, like— Know existed, so don't do not lecture us on what state the program was in when Kenny Payne got here. We're well aware of all the ins and the outs, I mean, and everyone. It, it's such an easy excuse, and everyone, and even Payne does it. These vague references to like nobody really knows what kind of mess it was in. Yes, we do. Like a, anything short of information coming out five years ago, five five years from now, that like Mike Pagese was waterboarding players behind closed doors after practice. I I, I think we're pretty well aware. Of exactly what's been going on with U of L basketball since 2015. I, I mean, we're we don't want to remember it, but we know it. I mean, yeah. He's like, if you thought this program would be turned around in two re- years, you're just being unrealistic. I mean, Iowa State won two games and went to the Sweet 16 a year later. Kansas State was picked last in the Big 12 after finishing last in the Big 12 the two years prior to last year. They went to the Elite Eight.
2: Tony Bennett took Washington State 15 went from 11 to 26 in tournament. I just we just said
0: it. And also th- this whole. It's such a straw man argument, and it is—it's to use a term that gets tossed around, I think, a little bit too much these days. It is gaslighting when people are like, "You all these Louisville fans expected Kenny Payne to come in here and just clean up this mess and go, you know, be competing for Final Fours right away." No, we didn't. No, we did not. Nobody said that. The only people that were claiming Kenny Payne could turn this thing around faster than anybody else are the ones who are now saying it's okay that he's nine and thirty-six. And if you're mad about this, you don't know basketball.
2: I mean, I wanted to see like at least a tournament, like going to Selection Sunday, with maybe a dream of getting my name called. Is that that's is that even anywhere near the same kind of uh, perspective? Of but going n- with-
0: the thing is, if you go back to last year, like the oh, expectation no, for the average fan in year one, if Kenny Payne had gone. 14-17, and 15-16, and 16, had the Tony Bennett-type season in year one at Virginia, every, almost every Louisville fan would have been fine with that. We would have seen it as a step forward. We would have seen it as a building block. We would have understood why we couldn't be more competitive in his first year. He didn't have a full year to recruit. He didn't have time to get it ready in the transfer portal. He's still getting his feet wet as, in his first year as a head coach. It would have been fine. The fact that it was quite literally the worst season in the history of the program and it wasn't close, winning four games with a roster that was Look, not up to our standards, but certainly, certainly more gifted than a four and twenty-eight record would indicate. It, like that's cause for concern. And, and if you if you are if you're saying that's re- ridiculous and unrealistic, okay, cool. We'll wait around and see how it goes in year two. He can revamp the roster, bring in these high-character warriors, fully implement his system, install his culture, and surely they may not be in NCAA tournament good in year two, but they'll be much, much better. We're not much better. We are at every single analytical ranking has us pretty much exactly where we were a year ago. We're, what, 180, 89, 190 on Ken Palm? It's down where we were at this time a year ago. We're, like, 265 in the net rankings, which is worse than we were at this time a year ago somehow. Like, there's nothing that says that this is going in the right direction and that the problem with this whole process is the fan base being unrealistic <laughs> and impatient because they can't see the genius that's being put together by Kenny Payne and the staff.
2: The genius? The genius. <laughs> Just to, to take a great quote from uh, from that thing you do, if he's a genius, I'm utant. <laughs> I, I also get, also I'm ready to Google that when I was when I first saw the movie. It's okay. the last
0: thing I'll say about because Corey Alexander's getting more of our attention than than he deserves. But well, because there's one other statement he said. I
2: don't know if you caught it or not. That did also kind of rob.
0: Well, you out. tell me. You, you go. You go. It for would be.
2: It. I, and again, I may have missed one. a texture heard something to bother them more. Let us know. But like other other than the comparing the first seasons. Was I? I don't remember what point in the game it was because it kind of blended together. Because as you said, the game kind of was the same throughout the whole thing. We. I remember team. so few details from
0: the game. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a night out. Like when I just browned out. It's just, well, I
2: just got, I just remember the same. You know, one on one, pass it to nobody because that guy left. Um, but he made us. I can't remember the. I may I may screwed up a little bit, but who cares? Because whatever he said was stupid anyway. Is that he basically was like global mistake? Mistake was. Was they should have kept Pagise one more year. He did say that, yeah. So he could get through the sanctions and then bring Kenny Payne in. And Kenny Payne would have, I guess, at that point, would have been this year one. We'd have gone to the final four. We would have been, sure. yeah, we would have yeah. been national champions. And I just, I don't know. I just, I'm like, well, I, I, at some point, I get listen, I get Kenny Payne has a friend. I get your, you like Kenny Payne. That's fine. That's We great. all like
0: Kenny Payne. He's
2: a nice guy, I'm sure. I mean, you know, there's, a, there's been a lot of nice coaches that weren't very good. But I mean, it's just what it is. I mean, you just you can you can you can say, listen, I like any pain. I wish he'd be you know. I, I think he can do better, but clearly he's falling short. I consider myself a nice guy. I'd be a terrible nuclear scientist. <laughs> and I tell you, like, listen, Mike, I like, I'll, you, dude, you're awesome. But we're having to bring it. We're bringing in Oppenheimer, dude. You, We're gonna, okay. you don't want me to operate on your brain? I'm I, so nice. Everybody likes me. They think you, I'm fu- I make funny jokes on Twitter you, all the time. You make me laugh in 140 characters or less better than anybody I know. And the guy's like, that's cool, so, but... So, but I'm sorry. Scalpel. I, I'm going to have to ask you not to take out my
0: heart. I don't get that. I don't, give me three years and I'll be, I'll, I'll be performing years. great surgeries. <laughs> I'm learning as I go. What do you want me to say here? I haven't been given the right tools. I'm mean, They gave me a hammer.
2: Like watching, Kenny
0: Payne's watching YouTube videos on DIY how to coach. I would not be shocked. <laughs> Somebody actually kind of did the same thing where it was like I – mean, so my, my favorite behind-the-scenes college basketball story of all time, and I can't give all the details here, but basically when Chris Mullen got the job at St. John's, he like sat next to Rick Pitino at one of the summer AAU tournaments, and I had friends that were like sitting with him that, that were Pitino relatives. And basically Chris, the, the whole conversation basically boiled down to Chris Mullen being like, hey, man, how do I coach? He was he was like, he's like, what do you do for practice? And Patino was like, oh, God. The sad part is you
2: think somebody with that kind of experience in college and in pros would at least have already. You become, would.
0: You would think that. I, mean, I get
2: you never coached, but you've watched teams. Now, I, I, he did play a lot for Don Nelson, who's pretty much just like roll the ball out there and go. But I mean, that's modern basketball today anyway. So, I mean, why
0: why not? I mean, yeah, that's 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 sad. It is sad. The other thing that that kind of a, a, I've heard a, that story by the way. Yeah.
2: From, yeah.
0: The other thing that annoyed me last night was like <laughs> what multiple yeah, things I, I would say. <laughs> one last thing that kind of perturbed me, besides everything, besides all of it, <laughs> bringing up what Kenny Payne did at Kentucky or uh, or what he did at Oregon. Do they ever bring up Oregon? I feel like they. they it's they, it's basically just Kentucky.
2: Yeah, I feel like they 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 like which they, makes it even worse. Yeah, it's, like, it's every time they because even when they bring up the resume, I brought this up one time I think last year. And they were brought up and
0: they are bragging about it. It just starts at Kentucky. Like it, It's like, cool. He had a great relationship with a lot of really good players. He helped recruit those players. Yeah. They went to the NBA. They're doing great things. They speak glowingly of him. It has no bearing whatsoever on the current job that he holds and the task that he's being asked to perform. He is a head coach now. It's insanely different than being the good cop to John Calipari's bad cop for eight years in Lexington. You have to work different—and it's not working— the fact that he was buddy buddy with you know Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Davis and these guys for a few years in Lexington it's not exhibit a b or c that he's the guy who can turn Louisville around and be the next great head coach at this program who's you know two of our last three full-time head coaches have been hall of famers like if that's the standard i think pointing to hey what he did at kentucky it's not backing up it's not excusing it's not it's not like like i talked about with tony bennett When he goes 15 and 16 and 16 and 15 in his first two years, you can point to what he did at Washington State and some of the experience that he had before then and say, like, this is why we know it's going to be successful. The problem right now with Kenny Payne, among many, many other things, Mm -hmm. is there's nowhere to, 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 to point to, to say, I know this is why it's going to work. This is the only time that he's ever done this. And it has gone horrifically, horrifically, horrendously bad. And so you can't be like, well, you know, he went to an NCAA tournament and won a game at Moorhead State when he was a head coach there. Had five years of consistent success. Like there's, we this was our all of our concern was that he's never been head coach before. What if he just doesn't know what he's doing? And when it looks on paper like he doesn't know what he's doing, we've got no pivot. There's nowhere to go to. To say, like well, look at what's happening in recruiting. Look at what's happening. Look at what he did before this. We've like, already tried that, by the way. I we, mean, did. We, we did. We did it last we, year, and it, it, we know.
2: attempted to give ourselves false hope with the class that came into the season, and it's clearly, you know, false hope.
0: Somebody, but I mean, are we really going to do this for a full year now? As far as the announcers uh, coming out there and being like, "This fan base is just dumb." Like, <laughs> I mean, you guys should all be in jail if you don't appreciate what's happening right now in this program. And as we watch, like another. Like half ass close out on a wide open three point shooter. We trail by 18 points against, you know, NC State. Like, at some point, like, I know Jay Alter for ESPN has done a good job. Jay Williams has gotten a little bit of credit for, for going in. Like, you, we've had very few announcers that have kind of been like, this is, isn't good enough. Like, you know, this is, and I, I get that that's sort of frowned upon when you're doing an actual team's game and you're trying to, to have, have these reputations, these relationships, I mean, with coaches. But, you can work you, you can play the middle ground there you, you don't have to come out in there and be like the fan base that's complaining about this they're a group of idiots they know nothing about basketball shame shame on you say like, like just call the damn game hey, i'm in point. season
2: five of game of thrones by the way that's how i feel <laughs> right now we're, we're being paraded
0: naked down the city every, t- every time this damn team plays on tv who, who was
2: and i want to be it was a game that we, we were getting blown out and kind of like we gave up in because but that doesn't really narrow it down um the denouncers,
0: the, the what denouncer was? Tim Welsh. Tim okay, Welsh was dang. the one who was like, this is embarrassing. This is, yeah, this is just, And he even started, like he tried he to do tried, the whole, yeah. like, hey, like, uh, Kenny Bain's a great guy. I really think that they've got the right coach. He checks all the boxes here. And then at the end of the game, he was like, oh my God, this is a it, it's a travesty. He's like, he's like as somebody who enjoys basketball, I feel like vomiting my guts out watching this team just quit right now. I'm like, this is us every Which game. Which game
2: was that again? <laughs> Our, Arkansas State, I think. Uh, okay, that's what It's like, what's the Part I can't remember which game it is just by that description. You feel like he's like, Don't let you- these
0: players in a gym ever
2: again. <laughs> if, if, like, before if before like the, the last two years, if I was to tell you, tell you oh, I remember that game we just gave up, but you'd be like, Oh, yeah, so and so, yeah, horrible. It's every game now, it's just like, uh, you
0: mean the 23 24 season. That was the best thing. The, the Welsh, like, realized exactly what we're talking. I think by the end of the game, he was like, every Louisville fan deserves $500 right now. They should actually be rewarded for still wearing Louisville stuff in public. I take
2: back everything bad that I said at the beginning of the game. You go to the ticket scanner and they scare your ticket. Here's your 50 bucks.
0: And what's this for? For showing up. Tim Welsh. Courtesy of Tim. He's going to Venmo everybody. What's your cash app? I mean,
2: open bar at the concession stands. They should do something. I mean, you got to figure something out, right? I mean, it's not like... It's, even if you did... What if you did... If you did free concession stands, how much attendance would improve?
0: It would I mean, other than maybe like homeless people, like, can I get in? I did see that the... the scanned <laughs> So, the announced attendance for the UK game was 17,000 and change. I did see that the via a FOIA request, the scanned attendance for that game, I think, was like 14,200 and some odds. So... Slightly less, so but still. I mean, for a U of uk game, I when know. you knew that U K fans were going to show up in droves to only have fourteen thousand people through the gate, is it, it, it's still reflective of where we are as a program, which is a place that I never thought we could get to. Um, and again, I, I go back to I, I, everyone's like, well, "Why don't you write something about?" It? I'm like, I, "I I wrote the big thing <laughs> before the Depaul game in early, well, early December, late November, whenever that was. That's the last time that I'm going to share uh, all those thoughts because." anything else is just regurgitating the same stuff over and over again cuz that was there was no hope at that point there's no hope now we're at rock bottom all you can do is sit there and, and wait for the process to to climb out to begin and, and that process can't start until we make a change and and until then like i think we'll win a, a few conference games maybe two or three four who knows um but like most nights are going to be like this where the team looks the way it has all season long and and we're all just kind of like sh- shoulder shrug just the latest embarrassment, and the only thing that kind of gets our emotions going is what the announcers said. That's we've, we've we've basically accepted the fact that we're gonna
2: suck. We've moved on from that and just started attacking announcers. Well, I mean, what do you want me to do? I mean, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not telling, asking you. I'm just saying. I mean, it's if, if Corey's like, why? If Corey ever gets mad, like, why is they attacking me? Don't blame us. Blame Kenny. We 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 were,
0: we we are dead inside to what he's done to us. Do you want twenty minutes of the difference yeah. that Emmanuel Achofor would have made if he'd been healthy last night? <laughs> Probably not. I don't think anybody wants to hear that at this point.
2: Yeah, you know, sad part is I was, it was like two minutes of the game and I realized Trey didn't even playing. Yeah, Trey White out, <laughs> Manuel Corfu out, JJ Trainer out, Dennis Evans out. I mean, Evans and Trainer and, and I knew about obviously. I, I guess White got announced. As it was after, like right before the game. Yeah, and I was I was trying around. I got home. I got home like like two minutes in the game as well.
0: We had two weeks of rest and we somehow doubled our injuries. <laughs> Classic patino. I mean, is this yeah? Are we getting patino practices in there? Maybe. I mean, is that what it is? Maybe. Let's take a break when we come back. Uh, more from this, and then we'll hear from you guys on the Thornton Sex Line. Number, by the way, 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. Happy Thursday to you here on 1450-961, the big X. Now you got me
1: singing. La La ba-dee-da. Oh, baby. La, la, ba-dee-da. For the first time. Beautiful house with a beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself, Well, how did I get here? Letting the days go by. Let the water hold me up. Letting the days go by. So, we're up into the blue again after the money's gone.
0: back in Thursday edition. Mike brother for show 1450 96 The Big X. Thornton's text line number is 502-414-1450. We'll get to your thoughts in just a moment. You may ask yourself, how did we get here? That's, uh, <laughs> I do think about the song pretty frequently as I'm watching Cardinal basketball. You got two wins. You're can't get. you going one-on-one in with no hope of scoring. Eric Crawford asked this question last night on, on Twitter. I, Crawford I wanna, was
2: on fire on Twitter last night. I want to hear your
0: answer. He, he said, for Louisville fans... What's the last, quote-unquote, magic moment that you remember in the basketball program? A win that took your breath away, or a performance, or something that left you surprised in a way that you knew you'd remember? I don't mind. I'm interested to see how far back other people's go. What's what's the last, like, I always call them like those euphoric, like the the, the, I'm too excited to sleep type moments, where you just, you know, something happens, you you win a big game, a crazy finish happens, and and, like you're so pumped up that you just want to, Absorb all the 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 like the podcasts that are out there, the the post game radio shows, the people sharing stuff on Twitter. Like, what's the, when's the last time that happened with U of L basketball? Uh, mine's not that long ago. It'd be the probably the 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 COVID year at Duke win. That's my my, my answer too. That was Crawford said as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, there, now there's been you know before that there's big you know bigger ones, but I mean, if you want to go like literally most recent. That's probably the. La- I mean, I, I I was out of town for that game. I remember I was actually out in Vegas. The was, David Johnson game. Yeah, and I was watching. You know, no, that that wasn't the David Johnson game. Was it? I thought that was it was.
0: Well yeah, I guess it's a David Johnson. You got off the game. I yeah. always
2: I was just thinking of Jones in that game
0: more, more than anything. David Johnson was the one who like just dominated the first half. It was the first like time he'd like really made a huge impact cuz he was hurt at the beginning of the season. No, and, he's that's the game he only scored 9 in that game. Yeah, but he like he like took over in the first half. Okay, like, like Jay Jay Billis was going crazy. Like we all were going nuts and then Malik Williams ended the game with the, the big dunk. Um. And yeah, I just didn't think Matthew getting Matthew hurt fouling out because we couldn't stop him. Well, when he ended up, he ended up pretty much knocking us out of the
2: uh, the tournament the next year. But uh, yeah, so that that's yeah, the the that was what, February twenty seventh two thousand. No, that was January um, twenty twenty. No, I'm talking about the one at Duke, the overtime win. Hmm. 2021. Oh, you're talking about oh that year. Yeah. Duke went very good though. I so we didn't make the tournament either.
1: Yeah, it's not really helping your point.
2: <laughs> but yeah, that's still like the last excited I got. I'm really excited over a win. Was
0: that, yeah, was that game? Yeah, I, I mean, I was excited about that win, don't get me wrong, but if we're talking about like magic moments, like, oh my God, like huge, huge influential. I think. Oh, one, my bar's set pretty low at this yeah, point, thanks the last couple of years. The other one at Cameron, I think, was You're thinking the year before, yeah. 2020, yeah, January 2020. <clears throat> um, there, there were a couple during that time. Sorry one. to have any confusion there. I think the like the Michigan game that year as well was a big time moment. Michigan came in as a top five team. You know, if we, we felt like if we won that game, we were going to be number one in the country, and we, we held them to forty three points. It was a wide out place was packed. Like that was a a big time moment. Also, the I mean, we thought with that Duke win at Duke, you know, I know, I agree. I understand. Yes, they
2: weren't as good that year, but we thought that was kind of the win that put us in the tournament that year too. I mean, that was kind of like that was the you know till Barnhart you know screwed us on the committee, but you know that was the kind of win at Duke that we're, I remember thinking just like we're like. Okay, here we go. I mean, this is, you know, this is this is our signature quote unquote signature win of the season in a season that we lost so many games because of you know the the paranoia I mean, it was coma. big
0: for our, our rest, but like they were like nine and ten or something when we beat them. Like they weren't. What would you give to beat Duke right now? Well, a lot, but okay. I, I, I'd, I'd give a lot to beat Boston College right now. So <laughs> it's not exactly apples to apples. The other other one that stood out to me was Max first year going on the road and just pounding North Carolina cuz you know when we won that game yeah I man like you kind of forget that first year of Chris Mack like we were we we faded late and ended up being a 7 seed but after that win against North Carolina, like there was talk, like we were when they did the initial top sixteen seed reveal that they've been doing in recent years, like we were like number thirteen or something. Like we had a real chance to be like a three two seed, and then we you know we we lost like six of seven or whatever it was in February, and that took us back. But but beating North Carolina in a way that at the time it was Roy Williams' most lopsided home loss was uh, like that was a very much a like oh. Bleep, like like we got something here type moment, and you know there were a couple of those in Mac's first two years, and since then just you know nothing. As fun as the Coppin State win was this year, it wasn't exactly keeping me up at night. So hopefully we can get back to that at some point in the relatively near future. I yeah. mean what I mean I mean when in, when, in, when in the Baja tournament was still fun, it, it was it, fun. But again, like we're talking about like special magic moments is Crawford's question, like those those games were like okay maybe we can like be decent this year it wasn't like oh like like this is we, we've really got something here we're rolling this is a hell of a win this is a hell of a season this is what louisville basketball is supposed to be like, we haven't had that i think since max second year which unfortunately we will never know how that season would have ended because of pandemic mm-hmm. which sucks um I, I don't have any other thoughts on this game to be honest with you like like we lost by twenty four. I expect to lose by twenty four. Corey Alexander, I think, is the big story of the night. Dino starting? We have not I mean, talked about Danil Yovanovich starting. I mean, he had one. He had a nice hustle play at one point and put back. Well, I would hope so. He started the game. I would hope that he like, <laughs> like had a nice hustle play is the least you can do when you're starting for Louisville. It's the best
2: I can do when I'm breaking. He neck. tried at one point. That I was mean, nice to see. Was, <laughs> I see why he's a high a character warrior. I get that. I mean, you know.
0: He's definitely a high-character warrior. I'd prefer, I'd prefer a, a, a high-skill player, but I mean. I'd, I'd like good at basketball <laughs> to go with that, but, uh, you know, apparently at this point, beggars can't be choosers. I mean, I, I wonder. I did text you right before the game and just said, oh, my God, Danilo's starting. <laughs> he,
2: and I was, I, was, I, mean, I was like, I mean, I was like two blocks from my neighborhood when you text that, and it was like about to come in. I'm like, I don't even want to go home now. I was like, like you had to text, like, so-and-so's here to arrest you. I'm like, now I'm just going to go somewhere else. I just, uh, I almost when you said the the game won't even at your bar at the where you at I'm like I, can I come and hang out with you all? Yeah, you could. have. I, I, just, I, that's, I don't think I want to watch either now. The the, the other, two other things in, in a promise we'll go to the text line. Of course,
0: you sent me that before I knew Trey was injured too, though. But yeah, I hadn't been. I went on Twitter while I was driving. I'm mean, still could we not like everyone was like big time minutes for Caleb Glenn coming. Like, nope, here's Danilo, uh, and you know, went, went about as, as you would expect. There was a play in the second half Caleb where. He does. Caleb always plays hard, which yeah, is why I'd does. like to see more of him. But there was a play in the second half where, you know, the, the game's gotten out of hand. We're down by like eighteen or whatever. And Brent Huntley Hatfield goes baseline. And it's it's a classic Virginia foul where they, they, they just like stick their hands up and they they very clearly like body you. Like that's that's how Virginia plays. It's it's all like lower body fouling. It's very I know. I love it's almost it sexual.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 kind of up my alley. It's the way I would coach probably too. I mean you uh, what's what's the verticality or whatever? You can't technically. It's not a. Right, but they, they slide under you every yeah.
0: single time. It's a lot of just you know thrusting. It's it's very sensual pack line. <laughs> but they do it to Huntley Hatfield last night. He goes up, he gets just just destroyed and loses the ball, and the entire on the entire bench. Aiden McCool, who I love because he it seems like he actually cares, which is refreshing. He dove at one point. He did. It was great. Aiden McCool and Trey White are the only people that even react to this. Like they stand up and kind of put their hands up, like what the hell? The coaching staff, I don't think like if you I put the clip on on Twitter, like I don't think they even moved. Like I don't think one member of the staff that's sitting down there, like even flinched. It, it, and it wasn't like a you know you would think they would even flinch to be like you know hey get back on defense or do something or call something out. Like nobody moved, like Kenny Payne standing, they all looked like statues. If you like, it felt like there was a glitch on the TV. I was like, "How can you not even just say anything? Are you doing nothing? What are you? What are we paying you to accomplish here?" The bench was dead. The, the coaching staff was dead. My soul is dead. It, it just—it was all so. I was gonna say depressing, but like it's—it's it's what we've come to expect. There were a number of plays like that, and Danny pointed this out on the podcast earlier today. Like even when we put our walk-ons in at the end of the game. Which, you know, it used to be you would see the walk-ons at the end of a nice victory, like victory cigars. Uh, Mm -hmm. Instead, now it's like, oh, well, we're we're down by 30 again. Like, their walk-ons, like, out-hustled our walk-ons. Like, Aiden Dove, like, everybody else, like, you know, they're getting, like, five and six offensive rebounds. I was like, even our walk-ons feel like they're too good to even try right now. And then we dribbled out the clock with 30 seconds left. I was like, can we not? Can we not let? Aiden- wasn't,
2: it, wasn't it like a couple possessions before that? Like where Sky tried to go like one on one, he almost turned the ball over, and Brandon somehow got it, and he gets rejected by some like goofy white. There guy. were a lot of plays like that. It was just like like- I'm, I'm
0: talking about like, the very, very end of the game. Like we dribble the last 25 seconds out. I'm like, can we not let Aiden shoot it? Like that's the, the team that's winning by 24 is supposed to dribble it out. What are we doing here? I don't think we know how basketball works on any level. <laughs> I, I, I can, I can, purpose. like I don't. I think we just don't get it. Like I, I think we have no idea. Like the team. Like, I, I was frustrated with the lack of energy in the second half, but the team, for the most part, when they're on the floor, I, I think they they play hard a lot of the time. They just have no idea what to do, yeah. and it, it's hard to be going full speed constantly when you don't have a full like concept of where you're supposed to be or what you're supposed to do. And I think it's because they're not told what they're supposed to do.
2: No, I mean, yeah, we mentioned you know Glenn as a motor out there. You can tell he wants to. He,
0: even even even
2: Delineo or Den- Denalio or Dino, whatever. uh, uh I mean, he look. He looks like he's trying to hustle. I mean, he's out, he's out there hustling a little bit, but you're right. I mean, it's just there's they don't you have to be coached. I mean, it's just like we talked about last year. You know, where people are like, all oh, team is on no talent. Well, the team, yes, was not the most talented team, but there was raw talent there a lot more. Than if good coaching would get more than four wins out of yeah, and the same can be said for this.
0: That's where we are right now. Like I, I think they like you can see the hustle at times on plays like like standard basketball plays like getting back in transition and. And going for rebounds and stuff like that. When we're running our offense or when we're trying to defend, it, it, it's like they're always just like they're trying to play hard, but they have no idea what they're supposed to no. be doing. And, and even when they have like some sense, they're kind of they're, they're doubting themselves, they're thinking, and they're just playing a step or two slow. And, and it's like, I'll make the same point I've made several times. Like when you watch other games across the, the college basketball landscape, if you like, keep the TV on after Louisville loses by 25 and, and see whoever's playing next it really just reinforces how lost we are yeah. it, it, it looks like different sports like you don't see that type of hesitation that type of doubt that just overall air of uh, of uncertainty from any of these other teams because they know what they're supposed to be doing and i used to say the opposite when when rick pettino was here and we would have like a, a bad loss in January or something, and everybody would be like, hey, you got to fire Rick. He's not, he's not going to get it done. I would always be like, watch more college basketball, and you will feel better about your team and how hard we play, and we're never going to be outworked. We always have the right game plan. And now it's the exact opposite. I'm like, if you think that this is all right, watch any other major college basketball game and, and see how different it looks. I know we,
2: I've made this comparison before, but it, it's – because, I, I mean, Kenny Payne's not completely dumb. I mean, he, he knows the game of basketball. Of course. I mean, I, I can't imagine he doesn't. And I just, I feel like when he's coaching, he's like, like I said, he's like Emilio Estevez in Mighty Ducks before he gets to, you know, hook up with Charlie's mom and turns a corner. He's out there in the first couple games like, I'm telling you to rebound. Why don't you rebound? Go out to the pucks. Why don't you go out to the pucks? And, you know, where well, the guys are like, the kids are looking at him like, you, we, what do you, I mean, you can tell us, but you got to show us how to do it. I mean, that's what Kenny Payne, he's, tell, he's yelling and telling, he knows what the, these kids need to do. I don't know what's going on in practice, but clearly they're not teaching him anything. At some point, can we just, like, start faking injuries and dive? Take
0: the dive. Take the dive, Charlie. Be, what's the word? Judicious or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, cause at least at that point. I mean, Is there a player's mom that Kenny could date?
2: I mean, it's, I don't care. If Michael James' dad runs in and is like, I didn't work overtime to get my kid out here getting beat up, I'll take him home. I mean, that's fine. But, I mean, yeah, we have a player he could date. Sam Payne called mom. I mean, we already have that. He's already begging a player's mom. That's true. We're out of – that's my idea. I'm I'm out. out Yeah, I'm out of suggestions. The well's dry. That was all I had.
0: I've got no. idea.
2: Do we have a Duckworth? I mean, because that's what he reminds me of when you watch that first few minutes where he's just yelling at the team and you can – you know, he knows hockey, but he doesn't know how to teach it. I know movies. You don't see me directing. True. Is there a kid crying in here? Yeah, it's me. There's <laughs> that's, that's, two kids crying. That's in here. my inner child right now screaming, Mike. Help me. Kid was howling out
0: there. He <laughs> yes.
2: is. I don't try not to take it personal.
0: <laughs> Real quick football note because we don't have time to really dive into the text line here. Um, we've talked about Toledo transfer running back Penny Boone, who was the MAC offensive player of the year this past year. A beast, by the way. He's like 300 pounds. He is, and he would help us out significantly. Is that a phone? Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on out there, but I'm, is that my phone? I'm, no, somebody's knocked that phone off the hook. <laughs> I think it's Jessica. Maybe Sulla. why the kids are cr- yelling at him. This is this is bad. You can yell at him, but can
2: you hang up the phone first? <laughs> <laughs> there's,
0: there's a storm out there during the break. I right have okay. the
2: damn phone,
0: <laughs> Penny Boone. <laughs> Good name, by the way. Great name. He spells it P-E-N-Y. Which yeah, makes, I, know. I I enjoy because it's different than Penny Hardaway. Sure, you know, I don't want to be attached to anything Memphis State. But he is—he's expected to arrive in Louisville tomorrow for his official visit. There's—I think that we'll know pretty quickly how, how this thing goes because we—you know—when we've had transfer portal guys on campus the last couple of weeks. Almost all of them that we've gotten have committed right when they've been on campus, and Florida State is very concerned that he's not going to make his visit. They want him to come to Tallahassee on Saturday after he's done with his official visit here. So I, I, I kind of I get the sense that if we get him, it's going to be Friday night, Saturday morning, and if we don't get him, he's going to be taking that visit to FSU. Like I, I I can't see it being a situation where he visits both places and then three days later says I'm going to Louisville. But maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe he wants to weigh the NIL offers and, and kind of play the two teams back and forth but he would be a big time addition for this offense for next year especially in the 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 case that isaac Garrendo chooses not to come back and use his last year of eligibility we would love to have penny boone for sure and maybe you know he and maurice turner could be this kind of like you know fire and ice type uh, you know type off type running game that'd be nice to see bruiser and a speedster yeah, because even the young guys that we have
2: these at the staff is like, I mean, those are mostly speed guys anyway, right?
0: Keyon Browns is, is kind of a smaller guy. Yeah. The, the two freshmen coming in, I think I think Turner could be a bigger back. But, you know, we're, we're not going to see either one of those guys this year and, and except in, like, mop-up time early in the season, um, I, I imagine, unless one of them is just that good right away. But, but you don't take a guy like Penny Boone unless you expect him to be the, the workhorse of the offense. Again. Yeah would love to see it. Because he didn't do a lot in Maryland, but he ran for like 1,500 yards last he year. He was damn good last year. Yeah, he finally got to explode last year. Let's take a break. When we come back, four o'clock hour is up. We'll turn things over to you guys on the Thornton text line, which I'm sure will be overwhelmingly positive about last night's events in Charlottesville. It's the Mike Rutherford show. Continues next here on 1450 and 96.1. Big X. Did I get here? I just compressing songs.
2: I actually just went random today because I woke up late and then I woke up. Uh, Josh told so. me he asked me to work the Bell's game tonight. So, it's me uh, thinking about Rick Pitino at St. John's. <laughs> I just can't look.
0: It's killing me. Uh, <laughs> they're taking control. It's it's, it's Honestly, it's pretty relevant right I now. I was thinking the same thing. Jealousy <laughs> turning saints to the Big East. <sighs> mm. Corey's alibis, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Four is, o'clock hour is, is, here. Is Corey
2: the worst? Like, has he been the worst? Of, like,
0: is- yeah, there have been some pretty bad ones. I, I think Corey. Um, that was the worst loss. I just because I feel like
2: he's just trying. He's just like determined to, to die on that cross, regardless. Like he's Yeah. Like, he's he, not, he's, n- he's not like coming off that that high horse.
0: Like I don't mind if you do the whole. I still think Kenny Payne's the right guy for the job, and you got to wait. But when you're doing the whole like holier than thou, all these people that are complaining about winning nine games in in 22 months, like they're dumb, and I'm smart, and Kenny's smart too, and like just you, you don't need to do that. You you can voice your You can give Kenny Payne your vote of confidence without claiming that some of the problems or implying that some of the problems that are taking place right now are the blame lies at the feet of the fan base. And that's it's annoying. And he just like he wouldn't stop last night either. He just like kept drumming it home. Anyways, 502 414 1450 the Thornton's text line. Thornton's, by the way, hooking you up with the best deals all 2024 long. If you want to take advantage though you have to be a refreshing rewards program member. Download that app today. Save yourself some money at the pump when you need to fuel up or save yourself some money inside when you need, uh, you know, a nice little coffee, a nice little donut in the morning or whatever. They have it in one of these areas. 89,654 Thornton's locations. There's that many of them for a reason. They know what they're doing. By the way, shout out to Jessica. She uh, she kind of she fixed the coffee machine during the break, brought me some coffee. That was nice of her. Uh, she actually didn't fix the broke the new one. She cleaned the the other one. She just which, brought out the old one. Which they, well, they dumped like vinegar in it and to, to clean it. And she was like, I ran water through it like six times. Um, hopefully, there's not a vinegar taste in there. I was like, I appreciate that. Don't you send Jessica to the basketball program? She She's a fixer. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not so sure that she couldn't be. I, I'd feel more confident against Pitt uh, on Saturday with, with her at the home, for sure. Uh, yeah, I would too. All right, let's take some text. Oh, God, here we go. A um, lot of text. A lot of text. Yeah, I wonder what they're about. Texture says, "It's inexcusable that Kenny Payne is still employed." Change my mind. We're starting off with what I think is going to be the general theme of ninety percent of the text that we get today. Yeah, I, I mean, this is going to be every game, isn't it? I mean, is there anything like honestly you
2: can say that's positive, other than the reward step closer to the season being over?
0: I think we've seen improvement in Brandon Huntley-Hatfield. We don't go to him enough, but I think we've seen improvement in his play.
2: Yeah, but has it been consistent?
0: No, but I think part of that is like 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 last night he gets the ball the first few possessions and he he makes some nice passes, he scores some some nice baskets around the rim and then we just like don't go to him at all in yeah. the last 28 minutes of the game. Which is a UK game pretty much too. I mean, and or, and I think that that probably goes back to coaching. Like you you at some point if your best player is not touching the ball, you call time out, you bring everybody over and say, "Hey, let's get our best player the ball." And you got one I
2: worry that you like Brandon that can be known to maybe kind of fade away in, in mentally in a game. He's not getting the ball, then you maybe get the bad
0: Brandon on the half field. It's a lot of big men too, like when you're fighting for position on the block or, oh, or you're I know, I, I was a big man. I and know. You just don't get thrown the ball like it's, you know, it, it's like a receiver running a ton of of really hard routes and getting himself wide open and just not having the ball thrown in his direction. Eventually, he's going to start taking plays off. You shouldn't, but that's it's hard to just like keep going, keep going, keep going and not even get a chance to, you know, Benefit from your hard work.
2: Nothing would drive me insane because even though I'm always six three, I was always, I always played on the low block when I growing up. Nothing would make me more mad than just running up and down the court. Well, I mean, younger Trevor didn't mind running up down the court, but, but in this case, running up and down the court, you know, you get down the court, you start banging a low block just to see the guard take a jump shot and a long rebound go out, and then yeah, they run the other way, and you know, you're running the other way, you know, you come back, you never once touching the ball, it, it's, easy it make me PO'd i'm sure young trevor just kept those feelings inside oh no young trevor if the, if, the, if the other team's guard finally drove young trevor took it out on him that sounds about right that's because trevor was a fan of watching bill lambier play
0: texter says <laughs> Shaheen holloway gotta make him say no he has an undefeated record versus uk and unlike kenny payne he won't be laughing in the handshake line win or lose uh he does first of all the the, the big x big bet last night went horribly for me i not only for... I did not mine oh, yeah, you, you took Virginia for your... I, okay.
2: I am, by the way, the, the the Kelsey curse, midday curse, I think is di- died with football. I'm now two for two in, 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 in the weekday this nice.
0: week. Nice. I think you may have passed it to me. I didn't bet the game, but I did give it out as a pick. Uh, Providence covering at home against Seton Hall. Not only did they lose, but they lost their star Bryce Hopkins for get, the year. Tore his ACL, nice, which sucks. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I, that's kind of on me. But, uh, I think it is. That was a bad, Dre Davis was great for Seton Hall last night. I think he had 18 points. Uh, he scored 16 or more points in their last four games. He scored 19 in their win over UConn a couple weeks ago. He's playing really well for them. Um, and Shaheen Holloway, yeah. he's. Like, there's no way that we're going to get Shaheen Holloway because Seton Hall is kind of his – his dream job, I can see him taking a step up eventually, but for he'll be there for a few years. But I would love to have somebody with his attitude, like, like who just you know hates to lose because he shows it all yeah. the time. Um, he'll get it done for sure. But And he is undefeated against UK, which is nice. I may I get
2: done, but he'll do a better job than what KP's done. Well, he already has. They're like 9-5. and five. <laughs> I think he's won <laughs> as many games already as, as we've won a year now. <laughs>
0: Uh, Texture says, "Are there so many injuries on this team because the practices have turned into fight club and everybody's trying to take down the champ KP?" I like that rumor. At least when
2: it was happening with Patino, we still were competitive.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you would we'd be annoyed about like the the, that was the the Patino going at CL Brown because he quoted he talked to Larry O'Bannon for quotes about how like. Patino's practices were too hard in season, and guys weren't able to jump as high as they were at the beginning of the year, and guys would get hurt because of that, and, and, and Rick didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, 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 have a drink. Yeah, I mean, now I don't know what the – who knows? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs>
2: I don't know what – I, I wouldn't part of me just wants to be a fly on the wall for practice. Like, are the are the kids, like – do they do they, do they seem like they're, like, understanding and knowing what to do in practice and then just – because, I mean, you, we all kind of know that – that, that, we, in, in organized basketball, you had that guy on the team that always looked like Jordan in practice, and you get to the game and he just completely just whittles in, in, sure. in, in fear. I mean, yeah, I mean you go on to you go on to pick up court. And he, he looks like you know Magic Johnson, and you get in a regular game and he just freezes up. I mean, is that is that the case? I mean, are, are we because I mean you have you you know more people that have like insight with practice. I mean, are they are they, is the practice just going that bad? Yeah, okay. I mean, it is unorganized. Short answer, yes. I mean, are they unorganized? I mean, I just, I, I want to. I'd love to see a video, and not just one
0: like generically put out by the. The great people at the, you know, the, the media department. Well, I don't think they're going to do a live stream. I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going to get 24 straight hours at the Keeper Center. Uh, I don't think they're going to open that up to the public. But it would be nice to have that transparency. I mean, what, what are we trying to hide? I mean, we think we'd like, the other team's going to get our game plan and beat us. The reason why we're 9-36, <laughs> I think, is, is what we're trying to hide. I mean. <laughs> Texas, all right, let's Let's uh, let's talk more poems. Emily Dickinson, am I right? <laughs> How about that, Emily Dickinson
2: oh it's it's, it's, us see my recent frost poems right a little little frost on a A a thursday why not yeah (laughs) i'm trying to think of other poets i can name yeah you can name one more poet do it boom pablo pablo what was his name that does the romantic poems in
0: spanish i i know who exactly you're talking about. yeah can you get i don't think you can get his last name though
2: Noir? Du- nu- You're so close. Du- Duvar- no, no. no. I,
0: you were shockingly close to this. Pablo Noir, is it? Neruda. Neruda. Very close. Ah. Every now and then you just shock me with stuff like that. <laughs> I thought you would go Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, yeah. Maybe you, Shakespeare. That, 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 but Shakespeare wasn't a poet, was he? Yeah, sure. I was, was more of a script writer. He wrote sonnets.
2: Okay. Well, what's the, what's the difference between a script and a, a poem, I guess? I mean. A,
0: a lot. Okay. <laughs> They're very clear differences.
2: All we would go like some, some random Spanish romantic poet I, and not leave Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar
0: Allan Poe. Or like, I mean, that's like a KP move. Like, don't go for the layup. Just
2: take the half-court shot.
0: I, I, you, I, I was impressed. Thank you. Michelle Silverstein yesterday. Yeah, it still came
2: around. I Oh, I had to look that book up.
0: I want to buy that book. Light in the attic. Texas, says, did you put any water in the Keurig? TK nailed the margin last night. <laughs> I don't, don't the first time I've nailed anything in a while. There is water in the Keurig.
2: <laughs> but but we prefer whiskey at this point. Yeah, Trevor, work on that. Get 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 it going. Can you, can you do that? Can I do what? Can you put liquor in instead of water in a Keurig? Would it Probably. work?
0: Probably. I don't think so. I mean what would that taste? The liquid would come up? Not great.
2: <laughs> it makes for coffee. Very hot.
0: There was a hot toddy. I won't name names when I say this, but there was a radio show host at one of the stations that I've worked at who would Treat the sales staff like they were kind of like assistants. He'd be like, can you, can you bring a cup of coffee in? And like, they would do it, but they like, so you can all guess who, who I'm talking about, but like, they hated it. They were, they would get so, I'm like, Yeah, like, you're not like, they're sales staff. They're not like below you, but he'd be like, Can you bring a cup of coffee in the, in the studio in, in like five minutes? I was like, Oh, God. I like, cringed every time. I mean, I wouldn't happened. even do that with an intern, really. No, I wouldn't either.
2: I, 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 I kidded about it with, you know, with, with Jenna and stuff that, you know, like go get, you know, for, but I wasn't serious. I mean, I was jokey. The only time, now, Easy would sometimes ask me to go, like, Subway for him. As an intern, but like I, I don't, he knew that I I wanted to do it, so I could smoke a cup of cigarettes, turn you know, and make take, get out of the restaurant. No, when when we would go, this on this wasn't like you know, right. you know go get my laundry. That's different. Yeah, it's like hey, do you want do you mind going to get me some Subway
0: over down the street? And I'm like, no, I don't mind. When we would be on remotes, John uh, Ramsey, like if if we had like an intern setting us up or something, he would give them if there was like a Wendy's close by, I'd be like, can you go get me this from Wendy's? And like he'd give them twenty bucks, and be like, get whatever you want for yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or if if he wanted a coffee, you, you know, he would he'd give whoever be like, hey, can you do carry run? Because we would be like. Do Doing show prep and stuff, I mean, can you just yeah, it, get this and get something for yourself too? Do you mind
2: going to grab me something to drink at the
0: bars? But this was yeah. different. This would be like, this person would walk into the you know coming into the, the studio and be like, I'm going on at 15. Like, can, you, can someone bring me a coffee in five minutes? I'm like, eh, coffee you know, this coffee in five is, minutes. This is, this is, it's not exactly. These are not your subordinates. This is not the way that it's supposed.
2: That to be. would that story started differently than I thought you were going to start. I thought you were going to tell me a story about a, a coworker that would be, would drink on the air. Uh well, <laughs> I mean, I've got several of those I by can, the way. Like, Sorry. <laughs> <same. laughs> Some some more obvious than
0: others. <laughs> Not saying it hasn't happened before. but uh, I agree. <laughs> Texas, can you get Corey Alexander as a guest on the show? I don't think he'd want to. No, I don't want
2: to either. I mean, I would just because because it would. How dare you, Corey? Yeah, I mean, it just would. That would be
0: unprofessionally rude. I mean, I would just because we'd bring him on just to literally attack him, I and mean, we only do that. Texas says, just when I thought we were almost all on the same page as a fan base regarding Kenny Payne, 2024 immediately begins with the commentator lectures and fun gaslighting again. <laughs> I mean, I think
2: we're all on the yeah, same page. he's the opposite with that Martian.
0: Because somebody somebody messaged me last night and was like, how long is this going to keep going as far as the announcers lecturing us about Kenny Payne? And I was like, probably 18 more games. Baby. I mean, I, <laughs> you know, they're going to keep doing this, especially when it's announcers who are like former players. And I think there's a there's a fraternity here that they're – I'm not going to. Although I say that, and Tim Walsh was very critical, and he's he's definitely a former head coach.
2: Yeah, but he also he didn't start. He, he like you said, he started off trying to be positive, and just he couldn't do it anymore. He so. was reacting to what was what he was seeing with his
0: own eyes. Yeah, I which, mean that, that's what we want announcers, right? Sure, absolutely. I, I mean, like I, like, I remember. There was one big Monday game back in the big... It was one of the the UConn teams. You know, they always... Their feast or famine. They're either, like, national title good or they're just not very good at all. And it was one of the years where we were really good. Maybe it was 08. No, they were really good in 09. It was, like, maybe 2011, 2012. Anyway, we were blowing them out. And Jay Billis straight up was like, this is embarrassing for UConn. Like, they're fun to play against right now. Like, this is just, like, Louisville's doing whatever they want to. And that's just him reacting to what he's seeing. It's not like he hates UConn or thinks that... Um, you know, Jim Calhoun, and I think that was Calhoun still, I don't think it was Kevin Ollie yet, is a, is a bad coach or whatever. But he's, like, you call out poor coaching, poor game planning, poor effort from the players when you see it. Like, you don't just like be like lecturing the fans and saying, if you're unhappy with what you're getting, then uh, it could get worse. I'm like, no, it couldn't. It, it, it couldn't. This isn't a we're forcing Jamie Dixon out because he's not going deep enough into the NCAA tournament situation and we're going to get Kevin Stallings. When people say like, "Oh, if you fired Kenny Payne now, like this whole thing would just explode," it's exploded. This is this is as bad as it can get at a place like Louisville. I mean, not to split sports, but it's like we're not we're not Georgia
2: getting rid of Mark Rick.
0: Exactly. Yeah. we won we're,
2: ten games and we're like, did, were "We, you know, don't
0: the grass is not going to be green on the other side? Well, maybe it will, and it was. in This case, it was. It's not or like Indiana with Tom Cream, where it's like I'm, I'm getting yeah. like Sweet Sixteens and and the occasional Big Ten regular season champion. Just it's not enough. We need somebody to win national titles and get to Final Fours, and you haven't done it in 12 years, and we got to move on. Like this is, this is, we're nine and 36, and it's been two. My son is a full two years. He hasn't seen Louisville win a game away from home, has not seen a a road victory or a neutral court victory.
2: The last three Indiana coaches they've done
0: that with, or they're about to do it with a third, I think. I think you're probably right. <laughs> I think the, <laughs> last the groaning is becoming more audible Whoa. in Bloomington. They're they're just not very good. I mean, we should have beaten them. That's that's all you need to know.
2: I hate to say I told you also about Mike Woodson, yeah. but, you know. I thought like, it was a bad hire at first,
0: and I was like, you know what? I'll eat my words. He's doing a lot of good stuff right now. Speaking of. Uh, well, and of-
2: that's what I think they want with KP. Like, if KP brings in, you know. Trace Jackson, you know Davis-type, a couple of the players at that level, yeah, we're probably going to start winning 14, 15 games just off-town alone, I would think. But that that doesn't mean we're doing any good. That's why, I, like, with last year's squad, I was kind of happy to see him get it because we were going to see what kind of coach he really was with that team.
0: And we know now what kind of coach he really is. Did you see, speaking of, uh, like, candidates, did you see your boy McCronin last night?
2: I I know they lost because after the U game, I started watch. I did some stuff and I when I turn, uh, I started watching Game of Thrones again. Um, finishing season four, so it's such a great season. And I got hooked back onto it last night. It's a great season. Then I just needed something to like get my mind off basketball after the game. So, but when I when I stopped in, at one point during uh, during the stream, it was like the last minute or so of the game, and they were getting beat. Uh, I guess by like eight or something. I think. So
0: they lost to Stanford. Yeah, and week. then Mick went off on his team Oh no! after the game. No, Mick, what did you do? He said the, the fallacy is that freshmen get better as the year goes on. It's a fallacy because forget the one percentile. For the rest of them, it's harder as the year goes on because it gets harder to win because there's scouting reports, the games mean more, and it gets more physical, which I do kind of agree with. He But he was criticized for yanking Yanni Fib- Fibluil, I forget how to pronounce his last name, one of the, the, the international players that he's brought in, after a quick turnover. He, he's been pretty good, but he's definitely feast or famine. And he said, that's on him, not me. Like I tell guys, it's hard, so you can go quit and go home or make an excuse and transfer like 1,900 guys, or you can get better. Look in the mirror, but you've got to look in the mirror first. You can't call your mommy. She can't help you. You've got an opportunity of a lifetime, and it may not last forever depending on your performance. I don't know if he wants to come here now. <laughs> the thing is, like, it's the old-school mentality of these kid, kids these days, but the, the fact of the matter is, You've got to find somebody, if you're a program like Louisville or UCLA or whoever, who doesn't think that way. Who's willing to, you want the good recruiting classes and ideally to develop kids over the course of two or three years, but who's realistic about the transfer portal and how it needs to be utilized moving forward. I mean... We had Kenny Payne saying these same types of same things, less derogatorily, but kind of the same sentiments for the last couple of years. And just recently, he's been like, i got to use the transfer portal now. And we're like, we, we know! You've got to. And if, if Mick Cronin doesn't change his tune, then despite the last three years being very, very good and him you know, having this uh, you know, be pretty good reputation nationally, like it's, he's going to have more seasons like this one where they're struggling to get to 500 and, and not competing for national titles. So I don't know if you it's it, it's a hit to the uh, what what is the bring my home guy Mick is the pick the the Mick is the pick movement. I
2: mean, I'm trying to. I, I told I, we both told basically IU fans about Woodson. Listen to us about Cronin.
0: Yes, it, I'm not as anti-Cronin as you are. But I I'm not. This. If Cronin comes over in, he, the moon,
2: I'm not saying he would be off. I mean, he'd probably he'd be our Mick. He'd be our Tom Crean at IU. I can see that. That's and and I think Mick knows what he's doing. Honestly, would I take that for next couple of years? is relief before moving on to something else? I'm getting close to saying yes, but I'd I'd rather not. Yeah. I mean, if you give me these three good, like, Sweet 16 runs, where, I I mean, with Cronin, before we can maybe bring someone else in,
0: I mean, now maybe I'd take that. Texas, says, babe, wake up. Dino (laughs) is (laughs) starting. When I saw that last night, I was like, I got to tell Trevor. (laughs) What are we doing?
2: I mean, would would you, I mean... I get what Trey had, but would you have started, like, would you have started, Dino, you know, or would you have started? Uh, I started Curtis Williams. Or, 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 or Caleb, Caleb Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, exactly. That's and, and both got major minutes. Curtis, obviously, more than Glenn, but. Danilo plays hard, and I hate he, talking about him
0: like this. But he like, tries. He certainly tries. And I, I see that in him. <laughs> but this is this is Louisville basketball. That should be the everybody should try. There <laughs> it shouldn't be the one talking point that he has. Like he really tries. You're starting at Louisville. There's a, there was like one
2: play that like it I, I was in the first half and it was early in the game and I I, I, was, I remember the exact scoring time. But so I'm just watching him because I'm like I want I want to kind of focus on him a little bit here and see what he. And he's just kind of wandering out there. And, like, he's, like, he's, I don't know if he's just never been – he's not told where he's supposed to go in the offense. If he's just – if he has, if he's – one of my favorite quotes when I coached Little League and I told a kid a play and I told the story and, you know, I, I work out this play and I'm, like, I told this kid to do this, this, and this. And he, he does nothing – completely just nothing what I told him. And after the play and the timeout, he comes back to the huddle. I'm, like, I'm like, Mark, what, what, what is wrong? he's, like, Coach, I, I forgot. He's, like, it's a long way from the huddle to the court. I'm like, that's how is that Dino? I mean, is that is that what we're I love your coaching style. <laughs> it's, it's a twelve year old. I'm like, why didn't you do that? He's like, I forgot, coach. That's what he told me. Uh but, I mean, that, I don't know. I mean, because that's what he looks like he reminded me of my little kid I used to coach It would just wander around on the court. Like he has no idea where he's supposed to go. We have
0: we have so many texts. I think at one point he ran into a player. We have so many texts from people who are like some variation of like realistically give me your your top 3 coaching candidates or like who who do you think it's <laughs> going to be like every and this is going to be every single day for the next has, two and it half months it has been every
2: day already for the last month or so
0: and the reality is like like what i've said in the past is still all i know it's not like you know this isn't it's not changing by day it's like ooh josh josh has this like this ranking board <laughs> And when Mick loses to Stanford, he's like Mick. Mick just went from number six to number nine. The Lenard- its
2: like a Joe Lenardi bracketology, but coaching version. So here's what we're gonna do: we're, g- we're gonna pick a
0: random coach of the day, and that's gonna be the big rumor. I okay, love. You it. ready for this?
2: It's just like a version give, of don't say, don't make him say
0: no. Give me a number one through seventy-five, Trevor. <laughs> that mechanics we have. Give me a number one through seventy-five. I sure. mean,
2: day one, why not? Giggity sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Okay.
0: Start off. Start off on a good note. Oh God! <laughs> You're coaching candidate of the day. Are you ready for it? Here's what I'm hearing. I am going to phrase this every day as this is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Notorious angry person and lifelong Iowa head coach Fran McCaffrey is very interested in the Louisville that's job. That's 6. That's 96. Can, can, you, can, you, can you could we get Fran to say uh to get got to make him say no? I mean Fran McCaffrey is the latest rumor. It was fire up the message boards. We'll do this every day from from now until whenever this actually happens. Would you take Fran McCaffrey over KP? I would take anybody over KP. Like this I would, is- I would take Fran. M- Listen, I-, I take Fran Drescher over KP at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fran Press- Drescher could beat pit. Press conferences would be entertaining. I'll give you that.
0: Danello. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um. I was not good this year, by the way. It's a bad year to get France. Really? They're but not. They
2: they're by comparison, to I not mean, Well, of course they're better
0: than us. So I mean, I, I said one through seventy-five. We're not. That's via the net rankings. That's how I was choosing today. Uh, but yeah, we are. What's our net ranking update today? Boom, boom. Net ranking update. Uh, we dropped seven spots from last night. We are now two sixty-six. One spot behind Navy. The part. The The bad part is Virginia dropped nine spots. Did they really? I don't know.
2: They, <laughs>
0: uh, they actually, they rose that five spots.
2: Usually, usually when we lose to a team, the team that beats us drops. Well, the thing, the,
0: <laughs> not when they beat us by more than the spread. We are uh, on Ken Palm. We were one eighty four yesterday. We are now two o five. Oh my god! We are one spot ahead of Vanderbilt. Not the worst power conference team. I can. How did
2: I completely forget Iowa
0: was a two seed at one point? They've been two seed multiple times. Yeah, they just never won the tournament. He's never been in the Sweet Sixteen in Iowa. Well,
2: just uh, no. He's actually been two seed once at Iowa. They lost Northwestern State. Yeah, that was that, that was the, the COVID year. Uh, the, and then the yeah. when they had National Player of the Year a couple years ago. Yeah, with guards. I completely forgot they
0: were the two seed. Yeah, they lost in the second round. But um, guy sucks in the tournament. I mean, just, Terrible. At least, at least he gets there. Oh, they, and, the, <laughs> and the Northwestern State loss was not under McCaffrey.
2: Oh uh, well, Yeah, the the Alfred was a three seed at one point with them, and they lost in the yeah. first round. Yeah. But that's – they've never – the two seed with uh, Garza in 2021 is the only time – that's the highest seed they've ever had. it. He
0: did almost – here's the rumor of the day. You know, they almost knocked us off in the second round in 09. We were the number one overall seed when he was at Siena. And ever since then, he's been like, that's the program that I want. I want to be the head coach of. That's what Fran McCaffrey said. Well,
2: Fran, I I don't know if there's any way to make you smile. but scare up. Come on. Bring him up. I mean the press. Also,
0: a guy that won't give you any laughing and handshake line after a loss. Oh time. god! And, and I mean,
2: <laughs> the press conferences will be entertaining in a better way than they are now. I mean, could, we He's we, only 64. we joked about uh, what's his name killing, uh, at uh, uh, UMass. Um, what was the, the 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 guards that we met? Something whatever. Matt Cross. Matt Cross. I already forgot his name. We talked about him getting killed up there. I mean, could you imagine Fran taking over, like, this team right now? I mean, just coming in right
0: at this point? He wouldn't last more than, like, two days. By the way, Matt Cross is averaging 17 points per
2: Oh, minute. I know. It, 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 talk about just complete... That might is one of the more mind blowing things in the last couple of years in basketball that I can I'd say.
0: He's still only shooting I never thought he'd be both that being playing this well and surviving this long. I knew he had skills. I, I thought that he would be killed by Frank Martin, but yeah. he's still only shooting twenty eight percent from three, but he's I mean, he's a versatile dude. He's, he's averaging almost he's almost averaging a double double. Sixteen and a half points, eight point two rebounds per game, and three point three assists per game. I mean, Fran would probably go Bobby Knight on, his, on somebody on his team. He'd, he'd be here for like two hours. I can't. I'm, I'm, he, I'm done. He
2: would take all the highlights, lowlights, whatever you want to call them, like, uh, of Bobby Knight's career in 20 years, all would be like
0: within a week. So there it is. That's your Coaching Canada of the Day. We're going to do this every day now. We, we need a theme song for it.
2: <laughs> coaching Canada of the Day. What's yeah. the candidate? What's the candidate of I'll, the day? Give me – like I said i'm I'm now be uh, I'll be hanging out here for do the Bellarmine game after the show tonight so tonight uh yeah Josh, I guess I uh, Josh took call and said he, he got tickets to the Duke global game tonight so uh he asked if I could cover and I said yeah because I'm a nice guy sucker and uh I' had to I'll come up with a Sunday we song for who's our coaching candidate
0: texture says other than make him say no make him say no nah. ah, nah. <laughs> What was the line that made me laugh so hard? Uh, Y'all have to big things, We have to
2: drone <laughs> I still love that.
0: Texas, you don't need to watch the first Chicken Run. <laughs> they have a good breakdown at the beginning of the second, but the first is also good. You should have watched that one last night instead of the game. I probably should have.
2: I actually looked it up online because the first one came out like 2001. ch chicken Run. So the sequel is 20 years post the original. I'm not a big fan of that. Wow. You know how I feel about sequels past seven years. It upsets you. I, it, I think it's you, there's never a good one. Now, I guess maybe animation can be different. What was the By the way, what was the name? I got to look it up now. Oh, it was Dawn of the Nugget. That was the name of the sequel. That's incredible.
0: Because I guess, and it's, according to Wikipedia, it got really good reviews. Perfectly timed text from Chris the Plumber. We want new coach talk. Who's it going to be, Mike? <laughs> I'm hearing buzz about Fran McCaffrey.
2: That's the, the Fran McCaffrey is the one I'm hearing The too. thing is,
0: we're going to do this every day, for the, and there's going to be at least one day where somebody goes to Cardinal Authority or Cardinalsports.com, and they're like, Rutherford's talking about uh, Kyle Davis from Utah.
2: I like how you gave one through 75, so we can do this for 75, 74 more shows.
0: Yeah. Well, the net rankings <laughs> change every day, so like we can just change up the rankings. Oh, okay, I got you. I'm hearing that. So uh,
2: so if, if if it comes about, the coach gets named three times, that's the one we're going with. Yeah, there it is. That'll be, the, that'll be
0: the sign, the first repeat coach. No, well, Let's go three. You got to get three, right? You just can't go back to back. You got to get three, Pete. I'm hearing that Tony Skin from George Mason is very <laughs> interested in Louisville. Give me some skin. Texas, Mike, what's your go-to order at Makito's in Havana? Uh, the Vaca Frida. Very good. I don't even know if that's English. Vaca Frida. What is that? It's like crispy beef with peppers, and it's delicious. Sounds good. It's very good. Um, Texas. I Chinese last night. I love Chinese. I got eight. All I did was eight rolls, though. Texas, there's nothing to say about men's basketball. It's Newton's first law of motion at this point. An object in motion stays in motion with the same speed and the same direction unless acted upon by an unbalanced force. And we all know what that unbalanced force is at this point. There's no need to rehash the same story after every game. Let's spend time speculating on who Josh is going to hire to be that unbalanced force. I'm hearing Fran McCaffrey. A lot of buzz around his name. A lot of momentum.
2: He's 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 getting frustrated in Iowa. Underappreciated. Uh, his kids lack gra- of tournament success. I think his kid, his last kid, has graduated. Texas, Mike ranted. I did not rant. No, I think I ranted more than you. I don't think you ranted at all. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even I, I don't think you ranted. Don't me? yeah.
0: Don't don't say I ranted.
2: That wasn't like you'll know when
0: I rant. I didn't rant. I didn't you rant. think that was a rant? You didn't Just, see nothing yet. Don't let anybody say that I ranted. It's not Ridiculous. No ranting on the show. I've never ranted. Let's take a break when we come back. More for you guys. 502 414 1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show, Thursday edition here on 1450 and 1 The Big X.
1: Me. This feeling inside me is almost more than I can take. Baby, when you touch me, I can feel how much you love me. And it, it just blows me
0: away. It's not appropriate. The other song's been appropriate today. I'm not amazing. It's been a
1: hey, song.
0: Back in Thursday edition, like one of the show 1450. Nice, it's one of the big eggs. I can see you tree. Don't need the lone star on this Thursday. Oh, you know, I know it. it! I do know some so in love with you, it just keeps getting better. I know the song.
2: I thought about making that like one of the Brom songs. Really, it's
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> a little too much, <laughs> even for this show. Really? Yeah. That's, that's where the line is drawn? I have uh, so something funny that's kind of happening. So I mentioned in the first hour, we were talking about like the, the Eric Crawford question to the fan base last night about when's the last time that Louisville basketball had kind of a magic moment. And I said, as I tend to do, like especially after Louisville losses when I'm trying to deflect from my real feelings, I sent a sarcastic response where I was like, the 2022 Louisville live dunk contest. Which
2: was one of our early shows, wasn't it? I mean, we were on the air together during that, after that. Well, we, it
0: was like a year and a half into the show. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we started in August of 2021. This was uh, October of 2022. Much like a dog, the time concept is like over my head. I know. Especially, you know the last Since the pandemic, it all kind of just blends together, right? It kind of does. So, like, I, I made a joke response. It, it has devolved into, like, everybody just bringing up all the horrible things from that Louisville Live in sort of a, a funny way. And I'd forgotten that Eric Crawford points this out. Peyton verhols from the women's team— won the three-point shooting contest she beat Zan Payne who won on the the men's side and she went on to shoot 21 percent from three-point range before leaving the team in the middle of the year uh she's now at Oklahoma Uh, I was like oh yeah and then the people are sharing pictures that they had taken of the women's team reacting to the dunk contest where nobody could make a dunk besides Brent Huntley Hatfield not being able to jump jump over Jack Harlow (laughs) it was uh yeah I mean you you had like 75 people talking at the same time that's when we should have known that this was just all going to go poorly
2: that's pretty much, yeah. You can just, anybody ever ask like, how the two years of Kenny Payne's tenure go at Louisville? And I'm, I'm solidifying saying only two years.
0: Just show them that video. Just be like, here you go. Like, the three years prior, we kept getting like recruits. 30-minute version of it. We, like, got recruits to commit the, when it was at Forest Street and when it was at Churchill Downs. Like, all the players that came the first year were like, we're, we're, we're not going to play here. This
2: is- Don't forget, remember, that was also the event, like, like all the other recruits that we were like so excited to maybe get none of them showed up that day at the last second yeah, yeah they're like yeah, never mind we're good what was the, the the guard that ended up going to Australia the kid who went to Texas
0: AJ Johnson well he did Texas but he didn't, and then went you know, and then went to Australia yeah yeah uh, he, he, and then some one of, it was Elliot Cadeau who ends he's now the North Carolina point guard who backed out at the last second it was somebody like that AJ Johnson's the one I remember the most he was and then and it, it was like because we were like, this seems kind of suspicious. And then like an hour later, I think it was Cadeau was like, I'm not coming either. We all have COVID. I was like, okay. Well. <laughs> and they both were like, we're trying to reschedule a visit. And you know, it didn't work out well. 502-414-1450, the Thornton Stacks line were reacting to last night's loss to Virginia. The U L women's basketball team uh, is in action tonight as we, as we transition into much better news. Uh, and it's a big one. Louisville taking on Duke. Um, The Cards coming off of a big victory over Miami. It's an eight o'clock home game tonight at the KFCM Center. Duke is nine and four. Louisville coming into the game ranked seventeenth in the country and with a twelve and two record. I think we're one and zero in the ACC. Um, So it'll be you know if you want to go watch competent basketball inside the KFCM Center, now is the time to do it because you're probably not going to see it on Saturday. Uh, But Cards in action tonight against Duke eight o'clock. You can hear all the action on our sister station nine seventy WGTK. Uh, you can watch the game live on the ACC network tonight. So if you want to watch the cards, boom. Get the bad taste from last night out of your mouth. But uh, that game on at the bar. I bet they will. Mojito and Havana will have it on every TV. <laughs> Guarantee it. Uh, back to the thornton Sachs line. Texture says, I was out and about the Saturday afternoon that we played DePaul. I popped in a crowded bar on Frankfurt Avenue. The game wasn't on. I asked the bartender to put it on. He did, and everyone started laughing. This sucks, Mike. <laughs> I hope that their liberty is taken with that story. Can you imagine turning on the Louisville game and we're like, "Ah!" <laughs> it's like a cartoon. I mean, they're crying. I mean, they didn't boo him. It's like I asked them to turn on the game; they just all kicked my ass. They all started hissing at me. I just I got the bleep kicked out of me because I asked them to turn the Louisville game on. One guy threw. One guy threw a chair at me. Broke a bottle over my head <laughs> instantly. We're watching St. John's Butler in this bar. Yeah. This- <laughs>
2: This bar was Big East only.
0: <laughs> Texas says, I went to Rumors during the Louisville versus Texas game, and I had to ask them to put the game on. I was shocked, but now find myself struggling to watch the games, too. Seems to be a common occurrence a lot around Louisville, doesn't it? It's like a self-preservation thing, I think, <laughs> for these local businesses. Yeah, Jesus. I've been Rumors in forever. I love
2: Rumors. They yeah, get wings.
0: There's a, someone on the Cardinal Authority message board today holding a, holding a clown-out promotion where everyone going to the game Saturday dresses up like a clown with full makeup. Someone else suggested a brown bag where everyone wears a paper, paper sack over their heads. I'm 52 and never would have dreamed growing up in the 80s that we would find ourselves here someday. Well, there were plenty of brown bags at the UK game. I mean, yeah. Those pictures no, circulated. Was, yeah. I mean, we don't need to do that. Again. I agree. I'm not. Yeah, it's kind of. Played out personally. If we did a clown out, where like the 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 four thousand people that are going to this game showed up in clown makeup and stuff, it's not like that would I, that that wouldn't force Josh Hurts hand. He would be like, well, now I've got to fire him. Like again, he's aware of the situation. Everyone's aware of the situation. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think Josh. If you, you want to show up to the games, you can. If you don't want to show up to the games, whatever. Like that's yeah. Josh is not sitting around going, "Oh, really? They're not happy? They're unhappy." <laughs>
2: Wait, I, then why is he wearing a bag on his head? I don't get it. I don't, I don't think he's that clear. Vince might
0: have been, but I don't think Josh is. My man gets. I mean, like, I just know, like, from my mentions, like, when I tweet anything bad about a game, like, there's 75 people that are like tagging Josh Hurd in their response. Oh yeah, like, you know, I, I'll just be like, this is, you know, Louisville's lost uh, 20 consecutive road games now under Kenny Payne, and like six, like 60 people right away are like feel good about this, at Josh Hurt. Like, I'm pretty sure he knows the situation right now. I
2: mean, now. we we know he, he he pays attention to social media from his acknowledging the, you know, bring-brom-home guy when he hired Jeff. Sure. So, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, he's... I feel like he's probably... You even have to tag him. I kind of feel like Josh kind of got to probably search his name on there.
0: I don't want him to think that's true, but I, I mean, also, like, you don't have to tag him because he watches the games too. He <laughs> he knows what's going on. With, like Josh, he he knows sports shockingly. He he's not sitting back and being like, I thought that two and twenty-one in the ACC was fine. Uh, he he knows this is bad. Uh, do I wish that we could go ahead and make a move now? Yeah, I do. But I have confidence that, like, I, like people now are are, are trying to, to spin this into if he wouldn't make the move. At the the halfway point with the, the Christmas break and all this stuff, then we're going to get a third year of Kenny Payne, regardless nah, of how bad this gets. And I, I don't think that that's um, at all the case. I, I think we've got 80 days left of this, barring some sort of remarkable, like you know, crazy run to end the season, and then we'll look ahead to what's next.
2: I like how we're counting it down like, like a kid in seventh grade waiting for summer vacation. What else do
0: you want me to count down to? <laughs> it's not the NCAA tournament anymore.
2: If we wasn't using the, the Europe song for the transfer portal, we could do it for the end of Kenny Payne's career.
0: Well, how would that work? The final countdown. Oh yeah. I thought you were like gonna change the lyrics to something.
2: No, no. We no in this case we don't have to do it anything. Anyway. It's the KP <laughs> countdown. We can be we can be as lazy as his coaching tenure. We'll just let it play.
0: Best songs about countdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shockingly, it's not the first result. Yeah. Really? Countdown by Beyonce is the number one result. No, of course. Yeah, never heard of it. <laughs> Who's Beyonce? Beyonce. Give me Europe.
2: Yeah. You think, I mean,
0: Beyonce's, Beyonce's big. Europe's bigger. It's a whole continent. <laughs> it's a whole con-
2: Beyonce's just a country.
0: Texas Corey Alexander also said the only reason this season is in shambles is because of the Texas loss. I didn't hear that one. I didn't either. I, I mean, again, like I said, there's points where just, that's kind of fade away a little bit. Would beating Texas have provided a nice mental boost to this team when they they needed it? Sure, I I think, and there's no way to prove this. I think our season plays out exactly the same if Max Aesmith is shot. Finds nothing but iron. Like I think we you think lo- we beat Indiana though. Maybe well we wouldn't have played Indiana. We would oh have played, that's right. We would have played yeah. UConn and oh, we would have lost rushed. by a, a solid amount. Yeah. I think we would have lost to UConn. I think we would have come home and I think we probably still would have lost to Arkansas State. Still lost to DePaul and I think we'd be sitting here at six and seven, seven instead of five and eight. I, yeah. I, right. I think that's it. And again, I I can't prove that, but that's what I'm thinking. That was Titanic guy by the way. Also, I thought you were going to come in here wearing suspenders. I thought that was going to be your new twenty twenty four. I haven't bought them yet. You're wearing the same thing you always wear. Well, I haven't bought. I have to buy them. I have to I have to order them. I, I order.
2: I got that in the, the the book to order. Texas. Plus, I, st- I, don't, I gotta get pants to wear for, with suspenders. Usually, I'm just wearing like sweats or like I know, you know gym pants. But you you do the same thing. Usually, that's why
0: we get in. That's why we got in this business. So we didn't have to dress up to come to work. I did wear jeans yesterday. Did you? Good for you. Oh, well, because you went out to dinner right afterwards. Yeah. I, like, I actually oh. always wore jeans and like kind of dressed up for when I did radio before I came here and then I realized like oh <laughs> she's and, kind of established nobody here is doing that so
2: <laughs> well what's well, it's worth usually nobody here other than me anyway yeah I just want to get true <laughs> so I mean I, I'm not setting the example
0: the of other places I, had bigger studios yeah like, John also he always came from his wave 3 job so he was wearing like a suit so I was like I, like, I always felt underdressed when I'm wearing like jeans and like a pullover but like everybody else was wearing semi professional clothes, so I always kind of dressed. and like here, I'm like, okay.
2: <laughs> See, I started start a business. Joggers with, and sweatshirt. As an intern for John Renshaw, who would show up wearing a pair of Arizona basketball shorts and like a and like just a random Maryland t shirt that said nineteen fifty four national champion on it.
0: Texas says, I saw that resume thing and I laughed. There was no mention of his head coaching record or his career, which seemed pretty relevant. Yeah, they just like <laughs> they don't lo- don't worry about the wins and the losses. Like, well, <laughs> I don't know why more people don't listen to Paul and Bob. So much more enjoyable than whatever bum announcers we get. Because it's hard to like. You have to sync up the yeah. the TV and the radio, and also like yeah. there's an app. I think you can do. There that is, with. but like it's that's it's too much work. Yeah, for this team. Yeah, I'm not gonna. My dad, <laughs> my dad does it. My dad listens to Paul like with every, for every game. That's crazy you have an app now cuz I just remember back in the day,
2: my uncle would do it with with is a UK fan with K would all the time. I think a lot and, of people did, yeah. Even or even at games. Like you ever you ever had the, the football games where I guess people still do it where I mean they'd wear like you know the radio headset while they're watching it live at the at the football game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure people still do it now and again. I don't see it as much. No, maybe but yeah. Of course then maybe the headsets are smaller now. Like back then you had the big True. old you know big 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 antenna
0: thing coming up from you, you hard not to notice it now you just got a little I, earbud I always secretly wondered if those people just like didn't want to interact with the people around them if they just if they were like question. yeah like, I, like, I'm listening to the game I've got to keep up with everything I'm like you just don't want to talk to
2: people See, I, I never got that either because one of the best points of going to a game is being like in the atmosphere of the people with sure. you your fans I'm with
0: you yeah I totally agree Texas says Dusty May by the way is only making 1.25 million dollars right now and then says is can I'm not gonna read that um, yeah, I mean, Jesse, we, I mean, I don't think that should be a shock that FAU is paying significantly less for their head basketball coach than than we are.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that really should come as. A, I mean, <laughs> they've got a fun system; they're fun to watch. There's programs that are that were a lot of most of our programs are probably coaches are probably making more than Dusty May. <laughs>
0: I, I don't know what like they're gonna do. Florida Atlantic is gonna be a shocking or not shocking, but fascinating case study this year because they've got really good wins. Like, they beat Arizona on a neutral floor in what probably is the best game of the year. It surprised me, because that game
2: started out. Yeah. the game started out, Arizona was going to blow And if out. you watched
0: it, like, I watched almost all the game. Like, like they – it wasn't, like, a fluky thing. They look like they belong. Yeah. They've beaten Butler on a neutral. They've beaten Texas A&M on a neutral. They've beaten Virginia Tech on, on a neutral. Uh, Liberty's a good team. They've beaten them. But they're – and, you know, they have a understandable loss to Illinois, who's really good this year. But they've also lost to Bryant at home and now Florida Gulf Coast on the road. Like, those are, are losses that kind of tank your resume – and who knows what they're going to do the rest of the season uh, in in the Conference USA. Or I mean, what's the AAC now? Yeah. Like, I, I like I don't know what you do
2: with that team. It's interesting because, I mean, this is a team that went, they went to like 30-1 last year and still got a 9 seed. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you you adding losses there. I mean, you're talking about dropping down to, what, a 10, 11,
0: 12? Yeah, they were 31-3 and three going into the NCAA tournament yeah. last year. So yeah, because they won like 28 in a row. Yeah. Well, no, they hadn't. They but, they they lost uh, they lost two conference games last year.
2: But then they didn't they have like a real long winning streak last season? Or am I thinking of somebody else? You're thinking of somebody else. Could swerp
0: they had a big long winning streak. No, there. they they lost in February twice. No. Oh. What well, about before that? Well I mean the, yeah, they had like an eighteen game winning streak okay. in the middle part of the season. <laughs> but they no, going into the NCAA tournament they hadn't didn't have a gigantic winning streak. Um but they were I mean, yeah, thirty one and three. You gotta have a a long stretch without losing and they did that and you're right. They still were just a nine seed. Now they didn't play anybody really good out of conference last year, um, and they beat it up this year. So, but you know, they've got two worse losses than they had all last year. Florida Gulf Coast is not good. Uh, Bryant is is not good. So, and they were kind of life and death to be ECU the other night. Yeah, they won
2: twenty straight last year. Yeah, but not going into the tournament. No, no, but they had a big. I remember them having like one of the longest streaks in the season because they they lost their second game of the year and didn't lose again until. Like in somewhere in mid January or something like that. Whatever. We lost two games in February. Yeah, they, 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 they lost. Yeah, February second. They lost on November eleventh and then February second. So that's twenty one straight games. Looks like it's uh, which I think was but it's a pretty good streak. I mean, I, was, that's what I knew I knew they had been a nice little run last year at one point. Before they yeah they had the loss to UAB. Uh, twenty straight. Was it twenty? I mean, I'm looking at the math. Don't have the calculator with me. Actually, nineteen. No, it's not. They're one and one, and then they lost two to 21. And 20,
0: and yeah, so that's 20 straight wins. If you have one win, and then you lose and 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18,
2: 19, 20. Thank you. Boom. (laughs) Come on. It's not that hard to say one and one, and then 21 and one. That's 20 games. <laughs> we're not a great math show. <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, we have our calculators with us.
0: Texture <laughs> says uh, there was actually a graphic last night that said Kenny Payne won the 2012 national title as an assistant at Kentucky. Oh, my good Lord. It reminds me of my favorite. I don't remember that. I'm glad I didn't see that. I used to. They took the speech off YouTube, and I'm I'm pretty sure that it was just because I brought it up every single March and made fun of it. But Josh Pastner's speech to Memphis before the it was like 2015 uh, second round, and he's trying to he's trying to fire these guys up by talking about how great it is to go to the Sweet 16, and he's like, I want you guys to experience it. I, I've experienced it as a player. I experienced it as an assistant. I experienced it as a video coordinator. And now I want to, you to experience it. Like, and they went out and they lost to Virginia. A video by, coordinator. They went out and they lost to Virginia by 30. It's the worst speech I've ever seen in my entire life. But yeah, that, that's what that graphic reminds me of. He won the national title as an assistant. I want to give that speech. I experienced <laughs> it as a video coordinator. I experienced it in
2: Little League basketball. I experienced it in Madden. I experienced, <laughs> I experienced it in my dream. I experienced it watching television.
0: I've now won, let's make it happen, people. I've won championships in fantasy. Yeah. I've won championships on Madden. I won a championship at nine years old at St. Matthew's Basketball. In
2: two in, K in, in 2004, I built a dynasty here in Louisville. And now I look to bring it to real life.
0: I need you to know that feeling. Let's get it done together. I'm on the bench going, X, X, circle, square. <laughs> In terms of the UVO women's basketball team, it should be noted, is also going for its 1,000th all-time victory tonight against Duke. Really? Interesting. I saw they got 90, cool. yeah, 9, 999 was the win over Miami over the weekend. Duke would be a nice program to get it against. That'd right? be cool, yeah. I mean, we're kind of hitting our stride a little bit. They're, they're After the UConn loss, I think they found out some things about themselves, found out how far they had to go. I, I, like, I still think this, you have, it's hard to get... I don't want to say it's hard to get super fired up about this team because they play really well together, but they do. It does seem like the sport this year has maybe four five, six teams that are a tier above everybody else, and those four or five, six teams are like the only ones that can realistically win the national title. But I do think that we're on that tier just below that, and maybe we can, you know, with some improvements, maybe a couple breaks in the NCAA tournament, you could get this team into the Final Four, and then who knows what would happen from there. But anybody but LSU. Just, right. just don't let them. Let's, have, uh,
2: let's be a little. Let's be '90s uh, Knoxville sports radio without talking about uh, Fat Fulmer here. Okay. Would you let? Would you? Would you be willing to move Jeff Walls to the men's team right now? Of course. Okay. I mean, it, if I'm him, I'm not doing. But it. would you sacrifice? But but you had to replace him on the women's side. Um. I'm not saying coaches both. You're just moving them from one, one to the other. If Walls no, the the old let's that uh, what's her name coach the. Uh, uh, Pat of the men's team. Let's just let her do it. Tennessee radio—that's all you hear from Tennessee fans back growing up. Basketball.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if Walls wanted to do it, then this is a different animal. I'd be good with it no because I, I think you know you give the reins to Stephanie Norman, who's the the, the associate head coach. She's been here for a while. Um, I, I think the women's basketball program could keep, could keep rolling. But like, if Jeff wanted to do it, then yeah, I mean, yeah, this is. Gigantic hypotheticals. I don't think Jeff has any interest in it. Where's, it where's my
2: Where's my guy Jeff Walls? Make him say no. Jeff Walls, make him say no. <laughs> make
0: him say no. my favorite thing to do during games now is watching the defenses off the ball. Oh, that's not fun. It was hilarious how much dysfunction there is on our side when Virginia was on a string.
2: Yeah, right. it's that's I've I've been there too, Texter. It's, it's bad.
0: If it, you don't watch the ball, you can do that on,
2: on offense too, which is sad. Like it's 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 like it's it, I've, it's a statement where I've said I'm laughing because I'm out of tears. That's that's. That's how it is when you watch off the ball on both offense and defense with our team.
0: I mean, there was that set that I brought up after the UK game where we're running offense and Tyler Johnson is standing at midcourt. He's on the bird. Yeah. I'm like, what? What is this? it's a half-court set. What are you doing? That was literally every offensive play in the second half last night. There, there was one there was one play, where I, and it was
2: late in the game. I know mean, the game was over, but then again, theoretically, the game was over at 10 minutes in the first half. And, like, Sky Clark's just, just, just dribbling the ball, like, trying to back his guy up. with the But doing, yeah, doing, like, the poorest version of the Mark Jackson butt back down that you can find. Uh-huh. And he's just, and he, he, he's pushing off. He, he's clearly pushing off. The refs are just kind of like, oh, well, go ahead. You know, they don't care. Like, you know, who gives a bleep right Do whatever you want. Yeah, we're not going to call a whistle. Is and like, anybody listening to me? <laughs> and then, he, I think he, I mean, he throws up something, and, then, and Brandon got a rebound, and he got rejected. And it was just like, it's just like, what the, what the bleep? I mean, like, Sky clearly had no intention of doing anything but just taking the ball. And at that point, I mean, I don't, can you? I don't want to. I can't get mad at the kid anymore now, because it's not him. I mean, the coach needs to want to be like, get out, get out, and that's what you're going to do. Even if you're down twenty with five minutes to play, take him out and put somebody else in. Make st- make a statement. But then again, that's what you do when you're a leader. And you know, instead, we got you know. I mean, here, you love how I make references to shows I'm watching. I can't remember his name because I'm bad with names. Like Kenny Payne coaching is like the, the bald guy with the beard, and, and when they go against the wall, and he goes, hides with the wild, wildling. Oh, yeah. And, and he gets beheaded later on. Like that, That's Kenny Payne coaching. He's just, like, he's just like, oh, he just panics and runs and hides in the cellar.
0: He's not a Stannis Baratheon
2: type. Oh, far from it.
0: Not a great strategist. <laughs> Texas says the stuff that they're giving away tonight at the women's basketball game looks super cool. Everyone needs to be there. I don't know what they're giving away victory whatever it is it, it could be just the presence of the women's basketball team it's going to be better than what we're getting for the men's say, yeah.
2: what are they giving away competent basketball the gift of competent basketball <laughs>
0: yeah that's yes give it to me texas is, how did we get here question mark effing sebastian <laughs> telfair that's it all goes all the way to the top
2: you should do the book house sebastian telfair Killer program house of telfair.
0: <laughs> house of telfair it's like the house of cards <laughs> Cardinal rules, tell fair rules. They
2: go an entire book to explain that. <laughs> chapter one,
0: the, the the documentary. I just like sit him down and talk to him about how he ruined Louisville. He's like, what are you talking about, man? The dude in his interview, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you explain the Katina Powell thing? He's like, I don't even know who Katina Powell is. <laughs> Let me tell you about <laughs> how we recruited Andre McGee, Sebastian. And
2: like a picture of something. has something to do with with uh, the, 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 the Bruce B- 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 Bowen and like, what do you, how do you feel that you had to say in this? Like, what, what?
0: Like, this is evidence proof that you're connected. I well, it's not. I was at home. I was in jail that day. I can't wait until John's like, John Rutherford's like 25 and we lose a bad game to DePaul or something. And I'm like, this is all Telfair's fault. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, who is Sebastian Telfair? Let me tell you a story. All right, we got to go to break. Five o'clock hours up next. I got a couple other stories to throw at Trevor. We'll get back to the text line 502 414 1450. Keep it locked right here on 14. 14-
1: i in love with you It just keeps getting better I wanna spend the rest of my life with you
2: by my side forever, forever. 75 years of service
1: fire
2: Yeah.
0: Five o'clock hour here. Thursday edition of the Mike Weatherford show. Happy New Year to you, but Trevor, since I'm not allowed to say that, nope, too late. We missed it. You missed your opportunity. I said it yesterday, and apparently that wasn't appropriate. Merry Christmas,
2: by the way. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We, I, 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 I thought we could just you know randomly just throw out you know. Pleasantries to holidays. The newness of the year is just yeah. done. Happy Easter.
0: <laughs> it's not <laughs> Easter yet.
2: Okay. I, 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 for someone who's lazy doesn't want to do it themselves, I can be a stickler when it comes to decorations. Uh-huh. You you know this about me. And you know how I am, like, no Christmas before Thanksgiving. That's what social social paths do. And, like, on January 1st, it all has to be down. Like, if you're going to put them up, put it up. But you you can't put it up before Thanksgiving. And it has to be down by, okay, how hungover
0: you are. January 1st, no Christmas lights. Much like your parenting advice, (laughs) it also has to be noted that you don't put up lights. So, yeah, but if I did, I would have them down. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. But much like
2: it's a saying that every parent should know do as I say, not as I do, right? I do feel like John, every parent should
0: live by that. He's talking to the guys behind the. He's like, he's like, you guys have all this advice on women. And here, sip here it and is go. Saturday night. You're sitting here together at the sip and go. No women in sight. They're like, by choice, man. <laughs> by choice.
2: It's one of those random sound bites I pulled. Not knowing I was what I needed it for, but I was like, one day I'm going to want this sound bite. It's a I, great It's a great. Scene. I should find I'll probably have it somewhere on my hard drive. I'll find it for you later. But No, but so.
0: I like seeing the lights out past uh No, 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 no. no. I, usually, I used to try to. I would always kind of leave them up until Mary's birthday. But this year- uh, I don't have them all down, but we have not lit up the house since New Year's. Like on Monday when we were all on holiday, like we used the extra time. Mary took down the tree in the house, and then I went. I, I took down like we had like a Santa this year and some presents, and some, yeah. so Rudolph and wrapped the tree. I, I took like, some candy canes. Like, I took all that stuff down, and then we haven't lit up the house anymore. It makes me sad though to so, get down. So my, so my mom puts up some
2: Christmas stuff, including like the little mini tree that we have, the Scooch tree, they'll call it, and. Mm. <laughs> And like last last night I'm like I just I'm I'm walk, I'm walking like down the hallway and like the Christmas tree still she had the lights on. I just walked by her and I was like, Well early to have Christmas twenty four lights up, huh? I'm just like, come huh? on. I'm like, you know, Christmas is over. I'm assuming you these are up for the next year's Christmas, right? You were such an ass. <laughs> That's funny. That's the exact same thing she said.
0: It's shocking that you're still single. <laughs> I'm just standards man what can i say (laughs) i can't wait until a year from now when you found love and you're just having to be just properly neutered it's gonna be no no there's gonna be wonderful
2: there is no this 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 old dog there's no treating you know the the new dog
0: old dog new tricks no 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 no. i'm not being neutered have you thought about maybe allowing yourself to be neutered nope because then maybe you can actually use those no Nope. Maybe those two things are going hand in hand right now. Nope,
2: right? nope, nope, nope. This dog is hanging out at the dog park sniffing everybody can.
0: All right. Well, on that note, uh, we, we've been talking mostly. For the record, if you're a person, don't do that. Yeah, mostly today we've been talking about the uh, little Virginia game last night, not necessarily the on-court stuff, which was bad. <laughs> we really
2: have not. We've talked more about Corey than we've a
0: lot, we about. I think the defining story of the night was Corey Alexander lecturing the fan base on how they should feel about Kenny Payne. And uh, we, you know, we broke some Fran McCaffrey news. Who was he, the play-by-play guy last night? I don't okay, even remember. Okay. You know, That's you know. sad we don't I can't even remember either. Like, <laughs> who cares?
2: Okay. <laughs> poor dude. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you Think that matters?
0: No, doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah.
2: poor guy. <laughs>
0: um Tony Bennett, uh you know it's bad when Virginia's beating Louisville by 24 and I I get you know people have been like why are you so mad about this game? Like we're 2 and 16 against Virginia since uh, since we joined the ACC. I get it. Virginia's been uh, a thorn in our side since we've made the move to the conference. We've never beaten them in Charlottesville. This still was the most lopsided defeat that we've had against them. But you know it's bad when a kind of whatever Virginia team is beating you by 24 and Tony Bennett's still pretty pissed after the game. Like like He talked about how he thought that they didn't give maximum effort. Like you know, they they weren't playing with enough grit. They weren't playing with enough steadiness. Um, after the games, like we did it in stretches, but we didn't do it for a full game. Uh, he he kind of talked about how they they looked soft at times. I'm like, dude, they they beat us up in every single statistical category. If they're soft, what hell are we? Are we gelatin? Like that's it. it just you you ready for my second Mighty Duck reference of the day? Of course. This was after the Hawks
2: beat the Ducks, and the coach is like, "Listen, guys, you should have beaten that team by more." So-and-so, where is it, the threes? And great, great new Hawks record, nineteen
0: threes. We You should have won by more. These these guys suck. That's that's kind of what he sounds like, right? Yeah, I, it does, which that may be the first time that you've ever had Coach Jack Riley compared to Tony Bennett. They're two very, very different personalities. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> but the mentality <laughs> is the same here, where it's like, we won by 24, but we didn't really play that well. Yeah, because this team sucks. We should have been them by 48. Exactly. And that's, you know, we're sitting here looking at that being like, I thought we played pretty well, actually. Uh, you know, <laughs> Yeah, they talked about all the layups that they missed, they having some turnovers. I'm like, you turned the ball over five times and you beat us by 20. eight. Didn't Did it? they end up with eight? Yeah, because I remember I
2: remember looking at the box score later on in the game and like thinking like they had eight. They had eight turnovers. No, no, we had eight turnovers. Yeah, I was
0: just, I think that's right. That's what it was because I remember they don't like eight, the ball over. At all. I was like, I was
2: like, is there anything positive I can say other than the fact this game is over? And I was like, well, we only had eight turnovers. Curse Williams broke out of the shooting. Grant, I think four of those turnovers led to literally like wide open dunks.
0: We had um, one led to that. We had eight turnovers. They had three turnovers. So it's even worse. He's, he's like, we had some, we had a turnover here or there. I'm like, quite literally, you could say a turnover here or there because you only had three.
2: I feel like a team could turn the ball over more than three times if you didn't even guard them. I know for a fact
0: we would. Yeah. So this, if you're using the transitive property here. <laughs> Does not bode well for our chances of beating Notre Dame and not finishing last in the conference. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Notre Dame coming off of a twenty-two point win over Virginia, uh, we just lost by twenty-four to that same Cavalier squad. I'm not great at math, as fully shown earlier in the show, but I believe that would dictate a uh, indicated forty-six point loss for us against Notre Dame. Now the, the issue is we we, you know, we play them on the road. They played Notre Dame in South Bend. Oh,
2: Kenny in his little four minute press conference pointed that out. He's like, I knew they would bring more. They'd bring more energy. Said they, I want. It. As he said, and I question it. He's like, I watched another Dame and Memphis game. I don't know if he did or not, really, but you know, and he's like, I knew this team would bring more energy in this game. Like. He said, I, Somebody, somebody, some coach brings more energy out of the team.
0: I did love that he also said, I, I knew they'd shoot the ball better tonight. I'm like, at least we yeah, no. can agree on something because I knew it too.
2: <laughs>
0: and it wasn't just like, hey, law of average, It was, we ain't going to guard him because we don't guard anybody. on the
2: as as he said, I thought of you too. I knew I, I, with that comment. I was, I f- I was
0: like, that. finally, we agree on something. I, I knew it too, Kenny. Just, we're, we're like-minded here. They were wide open. What do you
2: expect? <sighs>
0: So there it is, seventy-seven uh, fifty-three. The final score last night. If there was one positive point to seriously, I think Curtis Williams breaking out of his shooting slump. He'd been offered his last twelve from three, uh, knocked down four of those last night. Kind of got a little shot happy at the at the end there. No, but he's shot happy ever since he com- every time he comes in the game, which I have no. Pr- I'm fine with. I really am too.
2: I just because at this point, yeah. Normally I'd be like, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Just, just 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 chuck it up there, dude.
0: We still didn't have a single player who shot. Better than 50% from the field. Uh, Virginia as a team shot 51.7% from the field, had five players who shot 50% or better from the field. Um, just not a good, team. what do you want me to say, not a good overall showing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. I really, every time we start doing this and try to do it semi-seriously, I, I end up back at the place where I'm like, how are we going to do this for 80 more days? We have 18 more games, 19 more games of this. When the last time we were actually
2: serious about talking about a little post-game? Like this time maybe last year? no like I, I, no I think it'd be for me it has to be like it was the Pegue The season. right before the, well,
0: no because I, I tried to be positive somewhat and and but that's what we talked seriously about the team is what I'm by, yeah oh yeah I mean but I mean I would say like about this time in 2022 we because like if you look back so we were on this day in 2022 we beat Pitt it was a a tough victory we were 10 four and four and zero in the ACC 10 and four. And 4 four oh zero in the ACC, and there was this kind of thought of, you know, we lost to Paul, that was embarrassing. We had the Furman loss and lost to WKU, but we've we've turned it around a little bit. Chris Max back at the helm, we've got consistency now. And then we lost the three games in a row to FSU, NC State, and Pitt, who were not you know, not not great, not terrible, but it was a, a bad look for us. We had the the win with the. Water ceiling against Boston College.
2: <laughs> right out game.
0: And then came the Notre Dame game where we honored Russ Smith and, and Matt got booed. And then he basically decided he was going to quit. Yeah, we And we, we, which the last time we looked this hapless on the road against Virginia. Speaking of, so that was January 1-10 we, we after that. We played Big Monday at Virginia with the head coach who knew he was about to resign. We only lost that game by 12. We lost by, by by half as much as we lost last night's game. Well, we a, we've got a, full, a coach who's fully trying, who just got a vote of confidence from the athletic director, and had two weeks to prepare for this game. We lost that one by 24. Chris Mack, knowing the next day that he's going to resign, still managed to to lead us to just a 64-52 loss in Charlottesville.
2: We lost to 10, but to, to 10 at the end of the season, so we technically improved. We did. That, that was a game we have probably. Now I mean, do you think we're going to lose? Do you think we're going to get closer in 22 next time we play Virginia this year? Sure. Why not? I wish I had your optimism. 502 414
0: so. 1450. But but to answer your question, I like, think during that span we were we were talking about the game seriously. Now when yeah when Mac resigned or you know left, I, I think then it kind of became we would talk about the games, but it was more about who's going to be the coach, like. Why? Why are these guys fighting after every single game? Apparently, uh, who's being suspended? Like that's when it kind of devolved. But like this time of, like two years ago, we were still talking about the ins and the outs of the games because we were you know we're four zero in the conference. We haven't played anybody good, but we still we got a shot. Like ten I mean, and four and four zero is a dream right now. And that team ended up being what we thought was the worst team in our lifetime. <sighs> Texter says, talking about Eric Crawford's uh, Question about the last Magic Night victory that Louisville had. The 2020 win at Duke was huge. My dad was in the hospital and it was a great distraction. Uh, he also says, your breakdown of that Virginia kid yesterday helped me win a little bit of money last night, so thanks for that. Well, it wasn't really a breakdown. It was, hey, this guy shoots almost 50% from three and we don't guard the three. Maybe take him to make more than two threes if, if that's the line. Great insight. <laughs>
1: yeah, He was four
0: of seven from three last night and scored 18 points. No, oh, I know. I, 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 I was, Yeah. Isaac McNeely. It's like, eh, get ready,
2: buddy. Load up. I mean, in fairness, we don't guard anybody. We so don't. So that, was, that was the whole point. If we're
0: playing anybody who's shooting like 40% from three, that guy's going to make more than two threes. If that's the over-under, if it's a, a one-and-a-half over-under three, three-pointers made, or two-and-a-half, take the over. Because doesn't matter what the scouting report is. You're a 20% three-point shooter. You're an 85% three-point shooter. We ain't guarding either one of you. I mean, no one guards the pick and roll worse than we do. No, because we, we don't know what to do. It's, uh,
2: it's we guard it's it differently every single time. We have because we have no idea. And We, how to and do we it. make the wrong decision
0: every single time. Texas, if we close out against FSU and Duke and Max first year, how differently does this tenure play out? We had both of those games won. The Florida State game on the road when FSU was very good. It was the team that they hung the banner for being number five in the final eight. People, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, we lost that game in overtime, and that was. That was bad. And then we had Duke beat at home the next game and lost by two. And that – yeah, that, that was – it started
2: – He's talking –
0: which year? He's Max about, first year, 2019.
2: Oh, I thought you said Max last year.
0: No, I mean, I, I think if we win those two games, we probably – you know, yeah, we, we end up that, – that's a seed line or two difference. I don't know if it changes things dramatically. I mean, obviously, I don't know what our draw would be if we'd been a five seed as opposed to a seven seed. But we did – I mean, you know, we did limp to the finish line that year, which was – bad. But the thing is, like, when you look at those scores – besides the game at Syracuse we were pretty competitive and I I remember the Virginia lost in the conference tournament we probably should have won that game it felt like um and the, I mean the the Virginia game on the road at the end of the regular season I mean we should have won that game and then Carolina got us pretty good in the conference tournament but yeah we just yeah I don't know what that, that team also was not exactly loaded with with, with talent outside of Jordan Wara. like when Kristen Cunningham and Dwayne Sutton are your second and third leading scorers, like, you know...
2: You've- no, see, I, but I disagree. I think the team had... good. You had good pieces, though. I mean, Cunningham, I thought, was a, was a nice little glue piece. Sutton was a nice glue guy. You know, I could...
0: But they're not... Those were stars on that team. That's my point. Oh, yeah. Like, Kristen Cunningham was a career Sanford player. Dwayne Sutton was a, a NC Asheville guy before he got here. And those were our second and third leading scorers. So, like, I mean, again, like, they had enough talent to get to the NCAA tournament. And they did. Like, that's what you should be doing. But... It wasn't a team that was loaded with talent the way that like Patino's last teams were or, or some of the other teams. I think I mean Mac's second team I thought had had very good talent. Well Mac's the only big, big
2: difference, I guess, was David Johnson, the second team though, really.
0: Johnson and an extra year of, of everybody uh, of Jordan Wara. A... Um yeah. Well Enoch getting better, Sutton getting playing. Enoch year. did get a lot better too. Yeah. Malik played a big role on that team as well. Yeah. Uh, I think Fresh Kimball was probably a downgrade from, from uh, oh from Kristen Cunningham. Y- huge downgrade. Sam but- Williamson actually looked you know, he was he was the five star all American who was decent at times that year, and then just never got really any better, and still isn't really any better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Texter says um, one is Corey Alexander the new Dan Dachish to Louisville fans from Scoot Tater. Two is the Michigan game, uh, the one when Jordan said they wanted the smoke and they got the smoke in the post game press conference. Yeah, because I mean, well, that was because one of the Michigan players had said like we want all the smoke, yeah. And Waro made a reference to that. Corey Alexander, I mean Corey's not malicious. He's not like Dockish where he's just trying to. I think. Poke the bear, no, but and he, be kind of a d bag. He's
2: doubling down without admitting defeat, like Dockich would. Yeah, yeah, I
0: think that that's it's fair. It's more stubbornness, though. It's more it. stubbornness, and I think it's just dumb. Yeah, than it is like like just malicious. Well, we he, all do that in some way or another at some point in our
2: life with something.
0: got to do a verbal argument with Kenny Klein. Yeah, that's that, that's a different level of evil. Dockich does it with everything. Like there, there are
2: some things like that. Yeah, I, I, I may you know. Carl Shepard's holding. It's, it didn't happen. You know, the goaltending by 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 Tayshaun Prince. You know, not you know, a goal but, <laughs> It was goaltending. It's not even close. Goaltend. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, Doc is, it does it with everything. I don't think Corey He He's doing it with KP, but I don't
0: know if he does it every. I mean, I don't know. I listen up games. Yeah, and, I don't think it's malicious. I think it's just annoying. Uh, yeah, more than anything else. Texas says our new midcourt logo. It's the Mark Murphy drawing of the Sad card. oh, oh, Cardinal. No, come on, Texas. It's not the most recent, but my magic moment with Louisville basketball was beating Duke in the Elite Eight in 2013 when Kevin Ware went down with the injury. That's going way back a little bit too far, I think. I mean, but that was a magic moment. For sure, for sure but the question was the most recent. Something may well me. Texas, I ended up having a similar injury a couple years later in a high school game, and Kevin actually reached out to me to offer words of encouragement and someone to talk to during the rehab process. I went on to play basketball at Indiana State after my injury. I will always be appreciative of that team and Kevin. I remember that story. Like that was a That was very cool. Um, and very cool memory. Yeah, that's definitely a magic moment, but...
2: I mean, if tournament success is what you consider magic, then, then yeah, I mean, that's kind of right up there. I mean, you have to almost go back to that. I mean, because... We all won the national championship a week later. Yeah, but we all know what the next year, too. I mean.
0: Texas is listening to the Rutherford Show podcast last night on a speaker in my house while prepping dinner. Oh, good Lord. My pregnant wife comes into the room and hears Trevor talking. She says, Who is talking right now? He sounds very unhealthy. Thank you. I described TK to her, and I showed her a picture... Trevor continues to talk, and then my wife runs to the bathroom to throw up. Needless to say, The Rutherford Show has been banned from the speaker system in my house. And my <laughs> my wife is genuinely concerned about TK's well-being and lifestyle, and the sound of his voice repulsed her into throwing up. I'm going to... Like, Thank you. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm going to tell myself that it was the pregnancy that caused her to vomit, not me. I'm, 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 gonna go, I'm going with that at least. That's How does it
0: feel to know that you, your mere voice is just instinctively causing women to vomit it's
2: not as cool as mariah carey's singing opening up garage doors (laughs) but uh i mean it's a power usually they don't vomit they actually see me in front of them but i mean this is like i'm I'm, i guess my powers are growing (laughs) i love how she just seriously feels bad for my health just for the way i talk like (laughs) does it sound that bad what kind of what I don't know what picture he showed her of me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I think you guys get mean. Like two texts before
0: that, he, he gave me the uh,
2: the uh, uh, shuck you, Trevor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> text says LMAO. Remember when KP told the Davis Bros to take a hike because we could get better players? I don't know if that happened. I, I know, like I would say it if I did. I, I know that that's been a big rumor that that you know. Kenny Payne didn't want Dre and Tay Davis, and that's why they left. And you know, the other side is like, he did want them, but they chose not to stick around. All I know is Dre Davis could definitely help this team, and well, I, mean, I don't I, think there's any question about that. Yeah, but no one's
2: sort of like Michael Jordan, Kareem, and maybe I don't know Jesus himself, like in the starting lineup, is going to make this team like help his coaching staff that much.
0: Yeah, instead of being bat- mad about that, I'm actually just. Happy for Dre Davis that he doesn't have to be here. Because <laughs> playing in the Big East on a team that could make the NCAA tournament and averaging you know, 14 points per game, it seems a lot better than whatever he would be doing here. Like, like the parents, like,
2: you don't want your kid to leave, but you're happy to send him off where he's in a better situation. Yeah, it's a,
0: go on, get out of here. Don't come back. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it feels like. Go turn around, Trey. <laughs> don't turn we don't even around. want you here. Go away. We don't He's even want the, you You throw here. a rock at him. Go away. You couldn't play here anyway. <laughs> Matt Cross, too. Not everybody. <laughs> Basically, what we're learning is if Louisville players want to leave, they need to go somewhere in the Northeast because those are the guys that are having the most <laughs> success. Meanwhile, Sam Williamson's averaging worse numbers in his 17th year at SMU than he was averaging here in well, Spurs.
2: Well, no. Didn't, what, what's, uh, what's
0: our boy doing now at Louisiana Tech? Or Louisiana, yeah, Louisiana Tech. So. Devin Ree? Yeah. Devin not. last I checked, he was, like, barely playing for Louisiana Tech. Okay. He's averaging uh, 6.4 points per game.
2: I mean, it's still an improvement.
0: Yeah, but he, he all, like, I think Wouldn't all those. they make those, him second on our team in scoring? 21 of those points came against uh, NII school Dillard. So, against quality competition, he's playing, like, four minutes and scoring two points. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about, what, what's uh, Fabio Basili up to these days? Where did, I do remember, he went. He went to UT uh, Arlington. Um, Again, that's well. That's Southwest. He is averaging three point four points per game. Has not scored in a long. Now Sydney went west. He he? he, do, and he and when he doing okay? It, he's it, doing okay. He had yeah. a couple big games early, but he's still his averages are kind of like they were last year. Here, he's averaging five point four points and four point two rebounds. Northeast system was successful because across in Nickelberry, I guess. Yeah, well, not Nickelberry in Florida State. Well, that's true. And what was the uh, the Quinn Quinn, Quinn. lighting it up for West Virginia. He's he's having a better season than all of the. Our, our transfers, like, combined. He's been their best player. Because he got to play in the longest. Yeah, Well, yeah, true. Uh, Nickelberry is averaging 4.1 points per game for FSU, who's bad. Although they beat Georgia Tech last night. He scored one point in that game, four minutes. All right. Brickleberry. Texture says, uh, one thing about last night's game, how are we more injured after our 13-day break than we were before the UK game? That's ah, Mentally. Effort. Rad. Can't have it both ways. Our guys are battling. Did they say? Did, was, he, was he? What was he? What was he? Was it a groin? I think. I don't think they said. I thought. I thought. I just thought, got the email before the game that they were. Those guys were out.
2: Maybe. Maybe I'm sure. I thought when Tyler. I thought I saw Tyler Weber tweet out something within parentheses. Did TV. he? I, um, I might have. I maybe. I'm, I maybe I'm thinking something else. But let me find it, the release real quick because I, I. I mean I know that the. Oh Poor Zach. Oh, here's some breaking news. Uh, the Ravens have signed uh, uh, Dalvin Cook. Oh
0: really? So expect him to be injured by halftime of next
2: game. I saw that they... Board kisses ACL goodbye.
0: I saw that yesterday Harbaugh said that Molly Cunningham is going to be involved in the offense on, on Sunday. So that's exciting. Yeah. Or Saturday, whenever they play. That'll be fun. I'll tell you that yeah. Uh, sw- uh, yeah, yeah. I could
2: have... Yeah,
0: yeah had...
2: Yeah, he a Yeah, uh announces Trey White groin, Emmanuel Cooper ankle, Evan's shoulder
0: unavailable, along with J.J. Traynor's shoulder is questionable. Perfect. They so put a groin... Yeah, I've got. The, I just deleted the email. I didn't even open it. Here's from Zach Greenwell. Yeah, there's the same. Evans has the shoulder, core, four, ankle, white groin. Trainer shoulder too. Because we knew shoulder for trainer and Evans already anyway. And trainer's it, it was listed as questionable last night. Uh, everyone else was just listed as out. Was he? Did he make the trip? He did, but okay. he didn't play. I was gonna say if you were like, no, then I'm like,
2: that's pretty damn questionable. <laughs>
0: Texter says KP's failure to recruit top talent is like bringing in Tony Bennett to coach at Louisville and allowing 85 points per game. It's the one thing that we expected him to succeed at. Uh, Texter also says Trevor ask one of the four students to attend open practice. What goes on? Uh they have had a, a few practices even in season that have been open to like heavy donors, um, but I'm sure that oh well, no wonder they support. Him. I'm sure they don't look the same as the the ones no. that are. Behind total closed doors.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I want to. I don't.
0: I don't want them to know I'm watching. I
2: want to be a, a fly on the wall. if you Can still use that saying or not?
0: Texas, have you seen the viral video of the guy attacking the judge after he was denied parole? Oh, yeah. okay. I can see Trevor doing this if he was told by the judge that he couldn't smoke, or if someone stole his Doordash. I
2: saw that because I think it's I was, a hell of a jump. Blankenbaker, Baker, I think, tweeted that out. Something about Victoria, yeah. yeah, and then somebody sent videos it everywhere. That's, that's what I said. That's the first thing I thought. I was like. I mean, that dude's definitely got more hops than
0: brains, but I mean, that's that was impressive. Somebody asked for questions for the podcast this morning, and somebody said, like, assuming that guy like gets out of jail, like, would you want him to play linebacker for Louisville? Yeah, because that's a. I mean, it's a. It, it, like, it's a. I can't. You can't exactly see from the camera angle just how high up you have to jump. No, but, I, you, but he clears it easily.
2: Yeah, and if you've ever been, I mean, i you've been in a, you know a courtroom. Yeah, those are. It's that's up a there. good. Those are up there. Yeah, because they are they are are taking steps up usually to get behind the judge. That's what a judge does. They look down on you. That's the whole point. Is them to be up above you and looking down on you. Sounds like a personal experience. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember I was I was in a jury. That's right. I, I was I the, the fate of someone's future was in my hands. You got a guy killed. I know he he, he was innocent. We, we, reasonable doubt. Was he? I think so. Yeah, I really do.
0: Texas says I'm absolutely not a Cronin guy, but I am starting to get the sense that he is sort of going Costanza and wanting out. He, of course, would be a massive improvement over KP, and I like to think that he'd like it here far more than UCLA, especially on the doorstep of traveling all over God's creation in the Big Ten. Also, now I'm imagining Fran Drescher laughing in the handshake line. Whoa, boy.
2: <laughs> Always weird to me how the daughter in that, that show ended up being the uh, the girl in uh, California, Cation.
0: I never saw it. No, she, she grew up, trust me. I mean, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think Corona wants to be here. I don't think there's any doubt. But now... He's
2: it, does last night Cronin's outburst though make make you worry that he did come here? Could he handle it? Because remember that was the thing with Mac. I think it's always a concern. Okay, because remember when, when we first did start the show, like that was one of the first headlines on our like on on our board was it's like Mac doesn't understand why he's, there's
0: some heat on him. Okay, but here's the deal, like like that Mac had to like change his personality around here. It was such a different job than Xavier. This is like like this isn't Mick just breaking because like oh god the UCLA like this is just who Mick is like like he's yeah he's crazy on the sidelines he UCLA says,
2: doesn't doesn't get on you like we
0: would here no but like but like this is him like going nuts just because he wants to go like, like the Louisville job I don't think would change Mick Cronin at all like like he would people are like oh he's having a nervous breakdown he just has nervous breakdowns yeah, he's, he's just... a very he's, he's a crazy dude yeah. um so like I, I don't think that that's a concern now would it rub the fan base the wrong way I mean yeah. Probably, but like, also, it would be nice to see some emotion. I think that some yeah, there'd be some people that would like like to hear him lighting a fire into into some people. Well,
2: again, and I compared it to like the Green and I. You think because you we, we we will be so happy just to like you're right get some life out of our coach and and this team would be better with Crona. I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of his, but I'm I'd be the stupid not solo. to say yeah. I, I mean, mean
0: we're, we're, Fran, like Fran Drescher really would have a better
2: I mean, he comes in here, him or Fran? Yeah, either one would probably wouldn't be would. With this team, I feel like they could at least be like a 16-win team.
0: Of course. I, mean, I don't think – and I don't think – I don't know if that's really – is that setting the bar really that low? It's pretty low. I probably mean – It'd be like the fifth worst season of our lifetimes.
2: Like, I mean, right now, like, we would have we, – we would have three losses with this team, I think. I, I mean, we, we – I think we could have probably beat Texas if we make Grown or Fran as coach.
0: There's no excuse to lose to Chattanooga, Arkansas State, or this year's DePaul team. Yeah, we would have probably None.
2: lost to – we'd have beat Texas, lost to you. It's Utah. a terrible schedule.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a terrible terrible schedule. I could see us losing at Bot Tech maybe. But. I I could too, but not the ball. Although we never lost to them like in any other year before the last two. No, like we had like a 38 game, 38 year winning streak there. Uh, we still have a better record by the way in their own building than they have overall, <laughs> which is a great fact. Kelly Dickey's post, posted that after the loss. He's like take we that, s- take that Del Curry. We still have a better record uh, uh, at Virginia Tech's home arena than they have. So. Ace Custis can suck it. Texas Momo number five for coaching candidate song. A little bit of McCaffrey in my life. A little bit of Cronin on the side.
2: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good.
0: Yeah. A little bit of Dusty gets me gone. <laughs> now I want to do it.
2: I was so goes to think what was after that. You know that song better than I do because of your jukebox days. I like
0: Jerome, Nate, <laughs> Brian, and Eric Dutcher.
2: <laughs> We've got one. Good job, Texer. Better an angry guy saying, "There's a reason why I never touched the ball."
0: <laughs> uh, Texter says, uh, "I love the coach of the day to the letter of the day from Sesame Street." Thank you. I knew that you were you wouldn't catch the lunch, Trevor. I'm glad somebody did. The candidate of the day is Fran. Clap, clap! It's the candidate of the day. I did not catch that. No. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't either if I hadn't watched Sesame Street in the last three years. But I was gonna say I watched
2: this when I was a kid. I don't know, but Sesame i was more of a pinwheel guy kid pinwheel 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 spinning around look at my pinwheel and see what i found it was on nickelodeon you don't remember pinwheel no oh did pinwheel come out maybe was that off before you
0: got a little older maybe? i've never heard of that show
2: wow text pinwheel was all I, I, that was my, my favorite shows a kid yeah no, it was it was early Nickelodeon days it was it was the final episode was before I was born okay I mean it was, it was around the same time as you can't do that on television also didn't watch it I oh, loved it. you can't do that on television. That was my uh, that was one of my favorite shows as a kid. Let's
0: take a break. We'll run through as many texts as we can when we come back, and then talk uh, about tonight's games in the world of college basketball because it's really all that's going on right now. No NFL Thursday night game, which kind of sucks. Got a big X pick em for tonight. We'll give a big X pick bet. Hopefully it'll be better uh, at least mine on my end than last night's was. It's the Mike Rutherford show. It wraps up next here on fourteen fifty the Big X.
1: Yeah, fire. Matt Dennison here inviting you to join me. Just like a sport, anything's fine. It's all good, let me just play in the trumpet. A little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Erica by my side, a little bit of Rita's all I need. A little, little bit of muscle in the
0: seats. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. We can do this. I need a little time to workshop a it, but we can make it happen. Oh, I'm already here to, yeah. A, little, a ah. little bit of them makes me a better team. <laughs> a little bit of oats makes me, old man. Final segment here of the Thursday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 The Big X. I did get during the break, I checked my email, uh, I got the, my tax information for Cameo. And. It's not. They're like you know. You do have to report if you made more than twenty thousand dollars this year. I was like, I think I'm gonna be okay.
2: <laughs> I was about to ask
0: because if you made more twenty grand, I, th- I think we're good. I don't think this this email is directed at Cam fam members like myself. <laughs> I think we're good to go. I also during the break went out like so. you know, Jessica, who works here, her, her kids have been like running amok all over the place, and they had shut those French doors. They, they they've been like they've been playing, and first you know there aren't handles on our side. And for so for a split second, I was like, oh, God. Like, we're going to be locked in the in this studio. I'm going to spend the night with Trevor here until somebody gets here in the morning. <laughs> I can see. Just telling each other thousands of stories about St. Matthew's Little League basketball. I don't know
2: why I pictured the Charlie Stein commercial. Like, follow me. Follow, follow me, me to, to freedom. freedom. <laughs> but they, By far, it's the best Smart Center commercial, maybe. Oh, uh, I think it's my
0: favorite. That <laughs> one or the one with uh, um, uh, George Morrison. George Mirison staring at clouds with um, – I don't think I remember that one now. Uh, it's early on. Who was the uh, with with Kenny um, Kenny? Oh God, what's his name? Oh, Kenny. Uh, well, Kenny. Uh, the talking about the Kenny Maine. Kenny maine
2: Yeah, the one else. The one. Any of the one that did, didn't he can be a night show host or t- late night host or whatever.
0: No, you're thinking of um, the, the dude who was in Old School. Yeah, but wasn't he Kenny or something? Keith something, not Keith Olbermann, but no, not Keith Olbermann. Craig for no. Was Craig something? Yeah, you're right.
2: It was Craig. Yeah, Kenny Craig. It's close. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Craig Kilborn. Yes. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah. Also, when not not Jerry Maguire. No, he was. It, well, he was an old school because he school. Uh, he, but, he I interviewed Kenny Mayne early on in my career, and I asked him. I was like, you know, you probably get this a lot, like favorite sports center commercial, and I think he said that was his favorite too. I was like, yes, because it was that was that one was. Awesome. I mean, there's always been
2: good ones, but that's just always. Just, I don't know why this always just rings that to me
0: because because maybe we're younger when we saw it. Maybe it was a different time. But. I think maybe my last time favorite was the, the the Big Buddies one, where like <laughs> they like they're blocking their shot and like doing like the, raising the roof on them. He's like, come on, man, be a big buddy, <laughs> and, and like uh, Kenny Mayne's like, get up, get up. Come on, man! Your mom signed the permission slip. <laughs> the little kids on the <laughs> ground. It's a great one. Uh, anyways, so but but I did. I walked out there. The doors did open. The, the kids were running around. Jessica sounded defeated when she was leaving. She's like, have she's like, have a good one, Mike. I was like, I'm sorry.
2: I, I was gonna tell you. You, you wouldn't. Uh, not. Uh, not I, I don't know if I would tell you this if you thought we were locked in because I'd probably just be like, go with it and be like, yeah, spend some time with me, Rutherford. You would. You'd be like, you would not tell me that the door is open. I would not tell you that there's a back door you just walk right out of. Yeah. (laughs) That leads to the house with the offices, and you can just walk around the corner and
0: be right there where, you know. The plot of a sitcom episode where in the morning, (laughs) like, the the door just opens wide up, and you're like, whoops. Everyone's like, Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) We became better friends. Uh, 502-414-1450, Thornton State. We'll run through as many of these texts as we can get to.
2: It's like, trash or where you mirror know, just like cuddled in
0: the corner in the back behind the equipment <laughs> Texas says it was definitely deaner with a sales app i will never tell never tell never tell i'm attached you'll tell me off the air i'll tell you off the air yeah texas what if the fans at lehigh weren't patient with fram when he went 13 and 15 in his first year and then 15 and 14 in year two he went 21 and 10 in year three the rest is history case closed give kenny more time Tucker says, you're not giving Corey Alexander too much attention. He lectured like a clueless, arrogant fool nonstop. We UFL fans have endured a lot the last seven years plus, and the cherry on top has been the Kenny Payne era. His coaching skills, awful. His PR skills, comical. How he's run the program into the ground, beyond atrocious. And to hear that kind of gaslighting, sorry, overused word, but that's exactly what it is, was infuriating. I think I, think I said the same thing. I was like, it's an overused it, word, but it's so true. W- of all the things that bother you with like commentary or outside,
2: outside people say is that I don't know, It kind of bugs me. Is this is like, this program is better this, since Kenny Payne's been here? He's cleaned up this whole program. I'm like, okay, great. We're not giving out strippers anymore. Like, did that really need to be? In, like, I like, couldn't have anybody stop that. Like, we'd be better off with anybody, right? Because yeah, of that. Yeah, that's just, just a lame thing to say. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we're not better. We just won nine games in two years so far. Nine games.
0: We're clearly not better off. Texas says Rick Barnes, Rick Patino, and John line are all seventy years old. I would take all three as coach right now. Give me five good years. Damn, I mean, B-Line, B-Line would turn this program around in three four years, and then he could hand it off to somebody else. <laughs> so there's this potential candidate for Louisville's new B-Ball coach spotted with a very wealthy booster. <laughs> it's a it's a picture of with
2: them the, the, the husband, yeah.
0: <laughs> Mr. What's what was his name? I, I
2: did not like that. I could not watch that. I show. actually kind of like kinda the nanny. I never could get a nanny. Now, I have sadly watched The Beautician and the Beast. Mr. Sheffield. <laughs>
0: But I never watched The Nanny. I knew it, obviously, but I never watched it. It wasn't terrible. There was a phase where my wife would watch the old, like, on Nick Nick at Night. She'd watch the reruns when when we were dating, and I was like, yeah. I was like, it's not terrible. That makes a big spoiler, Nick and Knight. When show the days how they show shows
2: that you grew up watching. yeah
0: you know, it's terrible now. That was like the. T- <laughs> There's like ones that are like beyond when I stopped watching network TV. I I'm like, I, you know, it's like the, you know, whatever, like, like George Lopez show. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. i like, I was like, I was it's not watching kinda, network TV when this was on. That's how. That's that's the one that comes to my mind because I'd never
2: watched it, and I'm sadly sad. set to a few uh, of them. Now it just shows Friends all day. Yeah, it does. They show Friends and Mike and Molly back to back. Like that's all they show. Yeah, I never watched Mike and Molly. I nor have I. Even though it's, I have seen it on Nickelodeon on Night. It's not as bad as I thought it was.
0: Texas says, "Let the cake bake," and it's a GIF of uh, Smithers choking on a Payne's cake from <laughs> The Simpsons. Uh, the cake's not the thing that needs to get baked for this season. Your boy Say Sarah says, "Listening to Louisville Sports Radio, as a Kentucky fan, it got me full brick." Thank you. <laughs> I was. Do you realistically is, think- that, is that a slang term now? Yeah, I don't remember that. up. Tessa, yeah. do you realistically think Beard would leave Ole Miss after only one year for the Louisville job? Ole Miss has the new arena. I think. Uh, y- yes, yes, say it's would. Ole Miss. Yes,
2: he would leave it up. Yes. I
0: don't care if I don't care if they have sixteen yes. new arenas? It's Ole Miss. I don't care if he's sober or drunk. He's leaping. <laughs> I can't believe Gillespie left Texas A and M for Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> Texas, I was going to go to the game on Saturday if KP was fired, and I was really looking forward to it. I haven't gone to a single game during the KP era because I refused to support such an awful coach. But as soon as the trigger is pulled, I'll be at the very next game. I can't imagine that I'm alone in that. I do wonder, like, like, let's say a midseason firing does happen. I don't think it's going to, but let's say things get so bad that it's just, you know, we have to do it. Okay. And he he gets fired after the, the Duke game on January 23rd. Okay. I, I do wonder what the attendance looks like. We played Virginia at home that Saturday.
2: It's a noon.
0: Yeah, but but like I wonder if it's like, is it twice as many people? Is it just the same amount? Is it just like no. a couple thousand more? Like, I don't think it'll ever. I don't think it's gonna like be like like it was where you've got 19,000. But I do think that you'll have maybe two thousand, three thousand more people show up afterwards just to try to like support the team and support the decision. You would get first of all
2: double the amount. Sadly, it's still not very many. No, it's terrible. Um, Eight thousand people yeah. is twice as money as we're getting right now. But like, I think yeah, I think it depends on the situation. Like now, if you let him go and you promote Nolan or Danny, I think you do get a bump. But I don't think it would be double. That could probably be right. Uh, if you were, if you know, there had been you know the rumors, you know, and 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 talk in the shadows of you know wiping out the whole staff and bringing in you know someone from outside. Depending on who that outside person is, names in my mind. I think would be a lot more added to that. I think, yeah, I think we would we get double, maybe not, but I think six sixty five, maybe close to, close to double. I think we would do for that game. Now we get blown out. Who knows? But then we go to Clemson and win, and then you got Florida State the next Saturday. That's a primetime late night game. I think you could get eight thousand people if that if this scenario it would work out that way. Yeah, what are we talking about? That's where we're at now. It's so sad. But yeah, but just Danny or Nick, uh, Yeah, you'd get maybe a thousand more people there, maybe. And if the team shows the same effort, then that those thousand people would not be at to State a week later.
0: Texas says, uh, "Can you get Trully Donovan on the show and find out about the coaching candidates lining up for the job?" I'm right like, here. Trilly knows. Hey, are you Trully Donovan? Yeah, you didn't know that? Mm. Oh crap! Let's say that out loud. I thought my mic was that. muted. We could have it on the phone.
2: <laughs> Texas, can
0: someone do a FOIA request for a transcript of KP's contract negotiations? <laughs> I would kill to know if we blindly offered this buyout or if KP pressed for it. I, that's a really good question. If it we is. just First of all, we should have never given it to him regardless. But if the, if it was like the only way that I can see us doing it, the only way that I want to see us doing it is if he was like, This is my big ask. This, this is like it's it's a non starter if you can't give me this ten million dollar buyout, it can decrease two million dollars every year, but you've got to have this in or I'm I'm out. Well he's already pointed out he didn't want to be here, he really didn't want to come anyway. He's so serious. I guess that's that's how we convinced him to come. I guess. Texas, maybe T K can use his new suspenders to launch his drone. <laughs> Which happens first? You wear suspenders to the studio or you use the drone? Oh. The Drone's been like eight, it's been like six months now. It's not been that long, has it? It was before the football season, You're
2: right? Because I looked it up on because I, I bought it on Amazon. I looked at the date and I was like, yeah, oh, you're right. It was like July or August. I, still, I mean, it's still it's it's I don't know, but I mean, it's still around. You've got to use the drone
0: for what? For whatever you bought it for. I don't I mean, remember. You're gonna fly it all over the city. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's like the
2: amazing life has gone by. I was gonna leave the town. I was gonna be something. What happened? Should have done. That. What happened? I remember I was young. I was gonna leave. I was gonna go to New York. It's not like your boy in Wonderful Life. I was gonna travel the world. Now I'm just headed this old bank and loan.
0: Oh, you're building and loan. Building and loan. This is my voters for Chris Beard, the best coach we could get. Well worth giving a shot. I mean, we're gonna have to. I talked to this on the pod today. Like, I feel like we're gonna have to address this 75 times. No, now and it's like, would it. you would you take Will Wade or Chris Beard? And you know, until one establishes themselves as a like viable candidate or a realistic candidate, then I, I you know, it's not even really a discussion worth having. But sad thing is, I don't think I don't think it's. And you know, I, I'm a huge Chris Beard
2: fan. But I just I, I'm not I'm not gonna up so, with because I just don't see it happening. I mean,
0: could we get Chris Bearder? Yeah, we wanted to, but I just don't think we're going to. Texas, I'm confused why the broadcast continues loving on KP after he has absolutely killed the ratings for UFL basketball games. It's,
2: he's got friends; people like him. He's a did nice you,
0: guy. Did you, I know we were doing the ratings thing um, yesterday? Talking about the, like, how much football dominated the landscape in 2022. Did you see the ratings for the Rose Bowl? By the way. I didn't see them until last night. No, what, what, I would I had to guess. Well, they were on what they were on ESPN, right? Yeah. I mean, did they pull what, like a twenty something million? Twenty seven point two million peaked okay. with thirty two point eight million. It's the most watched yeah. CFP game of all time. Or, or semifinal game since uh, since this whole thing started. The best rating for a non NFL T V event since twenty eighteen. I believe it. Outrageous. Good timing. I mean five o'clock's a good time to have that on when it started. I mean, how dumb were the On people New that year's had Eve. those games? Remember, initially, their their idea was to make New Year's Eve their their day. Dumb. I mean, New Year's yeah. Day. Well, perfect. that was last year. It, it was. Well, it's been like seven, six of the years. Just
2: remember, was it last year during the um, uh, the George Ohio State game? Like, didn't the ball like, was close the ball
0: drop drop dropped the like right when they missed the field goal at the buzzer? Or it was close. It, it wasn't. Yeah, it it, was... They they linked up the things for videos, but like initially, that was their idea. So I think the first three years it was all the thirty first. Didn't matter what day of the week yeah. it was. And then they got to a point where like they had to avoid the NFL, so there were still a couple years where they had to have it on on New Year's Eve, and the ratings just aren't good for that because people have bleep to do on New Year's Eve. But New Year's mm-hmm. Day, sure, let's kick yeah. back, let's watch football, and, and not shocking that the the first game had the better ratings because my God, the second game ended just before 1 a.m. on the East Coast, uh, which was not ideal. I'm sure I don't know why they did start them a little bit earlier. But that's what's well, because I was like that's what I'm saying. The, the Rose Bowl had the perfect, five o'clock time. Yeah, it's it, perfect. It's why they kick the yeah. Super Bowl off at six o'clock every year. It's it's, yeah. it's the best. Thing for TV ratings. Perfect, yeah. What was did, did you see the ratings for the uh, the the Sugar Bowl? They, they were fine. They were just significantly lower. Because I mean, you know the the Rose Bowl peaked at thirty two point eight million, presumably when like the overtime's happening. Probably. And, and the you know the end of the I mean Washington Texas also comes down to the very last play, well, but it's happening at twelve fifty six a.m. on the East Coast. And originally that that Texas game was supposed to start at like eight thirty, and
2: then, and started like they pushed it back to like nine oh five or nine fifteen yeah. because the other one yeah went, went to overtime and went yeah. long. By the way, I don't. I didn't realize this till I I didn't see it during the broadcast. I, I missed the uh the sugar bowl booby. Oh, you didn't see it? No, I Scoots. Man. I was talking to Scoots at later that you know the 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 other day on after the show and he's like, You didn't see it's like just just go to it and I I never do like searches on Twitter, but like right now if you go to my Twitter, the like, only search I have boobs it says sugar sugar bowl boob. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that was like yeah uh, it went it, you know, just kinda of disappointing. Well.
0: I mean it's you you've seen booze before? <laughs> no, yeah. I watched one last night coach a team. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. uh the Sugar Bowl <laughs> ended up because of the late start being the actual the least watched New Year's Day CFP semifinal since they've done it. It's, it's such a good game. Well, it comes, 18.74 million viewers and a 18 to 49 age rating of 509 uh, Rose Bowl again ro- geez, almost 10 million more average viewers. And a much higher rating in the key demographic of eighteen to forty. I mean, shouldn't you do the Rose Bowl at like one, and then do the second game at like you five? You would, but or they're, six? Not gonna, they're not going. They're not going to ruin tradition.
2: I know, I know, they're not. But that seems like the more. And there was other games earlier that day. You had like Liberty and Oregon, and, and when there I think another. There was another other game that day. There was a bunch of games that day. Yeah, but like you should. Yeah, you should. First of all, those two games should be the only two games on this day. Our said day, if you had to move it, maybe I mean, move another game somewhere else. There's time to move
0: them, I promise you. I do like, real quick, because so I want to get to as many texts as yeah. possible. I, I do like, Kirk Herbstreet had the idea, I think it was his, to just, like, the Rose Bowl should be the national championship game site every year. Like, it's iconic, it's perfect, like, like the you know, the sunset's awesome. Yeah. Like, I would be totally fine with doing that. Like, I would love a system where every game in the playoff is at the higher seeds home field until you get to the national championship and then you play it at the Rose Bowl, I think that would be ideal. Uh, there's not enough money for that to happen, unfortunately. But like when you watch some of these FCS playoff reactions, like the crowd going absolutely nuts in like Idaho, Montana, when when the, the victory, like it just makes you think. Like wish, imagine a CFP semifinal where you know Texas is hosting Ohio State and Texas wins on a walk off field goal and the place goes like like it would just be an awesome scene. Like I, I would love to see that happen. I think it's it's better for the sport. I mean, we all, in college basketball. Like, how much more do we love these marquee non-conference games where they're playing home and homes than we these neutral court side where you yeah. have like eight thousand people and it feels like nobody's there? It's in a dome where it just yeah, do doesn't have a city. yeah, it's not. I know. Texas, I think from now on, I'm going to watch the basketball games on mute and turn on Yakety Sax in the background. It should give it more context. Don't talk back. <laughs> Texas says they're giving away competent basketball and these comic book inspired posters at the women's game tonight. Love it. Go cards.
2: Competent basketball? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Texas
0: says, I blame my friend Josh for the downfall of Louisville basketball. He briefly dated Andre McGee's ex girlfriend when we were at Louisville. Andre was always trying to text her and get back with her. You know who doesn't hire strippers for the basketball team? Someone in a long term committed relationship. Not only is my friend a home wrecker, he's a program wrecker. Thanks a lot, Josh. Yeah, That's Josh, a great text. I hope it was worth it, Josh. You ruined Louisville basketball, hope, Josh. I hope
2: it was worth it. Renshaw once told me he took Brandon Nagel's girlfriend when they were at West Virginia together.
0: I had a I had <laughs> a buddy in college whose um whose whose friend dated uh, Ben Roethlisberger's ex-girlfriend at Miami of Ohio. Like when he was a a junior she was like a freshman they dated and then he left for the nfl and she was only a sophomore in college She started dating my buddy's friend and he like he he sent uh my buddy a like a voicemail that roethlisberger had left the girlfriend where he's like how's your new man doing he's studying for a chemistry test cool i'm playing the i i'm playing the vikings on monday night football (laughs) and the guy okay I mean, first of all the guy, like, I, the, <laughs> guy, the guy was like i don't even know what to say like yeah you, you've got me <laughs> that's
2: that's, that's kind of cool though yeah I Some of it doesn't surprise me rothberg would say that <laughs> oh the man hooked up with little elvis the Text says
0: uh mike quote we really need to get through these texts in the next 20 minutes trevor proceeds to talk for eight minutes about something that nobody cares about what did I talk about? Texas says the top person who did the polar plunge last year brought in ten k. How much could we get for TK? Ooh, would you do the polar plunge for charity?
2: Depends if I'm if you want to call me charity or
0: not. I mean, what's it, <laughs> <laughs> what's that? The, now, the polar plunge is when they jump into the Ohio River in like January when it's ice cold. Okay, yeah, people I mean, do it. it's a charity. It's a fundraiser. Two things. One, do I have to jump from high up? No, it, it, it's like a little like a dock. Okay.
2: Two. I just watched Titanic last night, or the other night, okay? I don't think... I've seen how jumping into cold water does not work out well. They both could have fit on that slab. <laughs> they, they, well, they, they, both, they both
0: could have fit. <laughs> I'm just wondering, how's there is not... selfish.
2: Why is there not one other piece of furniture floating, either? Those
0: ship went under. Yeah, well...
2: One door? One one freaking door? It was
0: big enough for both of them. Yeah, I agree. They, they both could have fit. Are, how the bleep are y'all going to fill the next several months of radio? We need a new thing for TK. Maybe he does the polar plunge. There it is. <laughs> Everyone ju- everyone thinks this coffee person was Diener, by the way. It's it's not.
2: <laughs> I would I would do that. I mean I would jump in, I would do the polar plunge if they fired Kate. Well no, I'm, I'm not say that because we're gonna fire Kate anyway.
0: Texas says on a scale of Emily to Fairley, how Dickinson do you like your poems? <laughs> Texas the pregnant wife puke was one of the elite texts in the show's history. It was good. Texas, I can't wait for the Where Are They Now Kenny Payne era castaway show on VH one. Oh man. I do feel like that's going to be of all, I a thing. First show by the way. I do feel like it's going to be a thing where we're like do you, do you remember Trey White? Like oh my god. Like, I, I, I forgot all about him. I feel like we're just going to block out this part of our our, our memories. Oh man. Who, who's going to be there? Oh, No. no, no. Scott Moore is going to
2: be wrapped right up. We'll always remember Sky.
0: Texas yesterday I think Trevor got Quentin Snyder, Quinsinski and the jazz coach Quinn Snyder all mixed up. He does tend to do that. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> Texas, I finally figured it out. Trevor Sounds and talks like Detective Crashmore. That's a good touch. Who's Crashmore? It Crash it, it's a skit from the I think you should leave. Oh. Texas is Chris the Plumber upset for Green Day promoting wokeness during their New Year's concert. Let's not do that. Texas is Muscleman interested. Probably not. He was before. Mm-hmm. No, no. Texas, a little bit of tang, let the three balls bang. <laughs> so ready for the song. Texas says, uh, the Puerto Vallarta and Jeff had multiple games on, but not ours. I asked them to put it on as well. They normally have all IU, Louisville, and UK games on while we're up there. We're sensing a theme here that local establishments are just simply refusing to show Louisville games on TV anymore. Yeah. It's sad. Uh, do you have a a, a a TK Big X, Big Bet of the Night?
2: Yeah, I do actually. I got one here for you. I'm. By the way, I've won two in a row. He's red hot in the weekdays now. In case you're wondering, that's called a winning streak. Damn right. We've done it before. Uh, My Lou Brown impersonation. Uh, (laughs) Stay up to late tonight. A little Pac-12 after dark. You may be about to take what I'm going to say. I'm going to know. I wonder which side you're going because I'm going with the Tad side. I like Buffalo on the road getting twelve and a half tonight. Oh, different, different game. Oh, it's okay.
0: Sorry. Wait, what, what? What game are you picking? Colorado. I take Colorado getting twelve and a half. You said it. Buffalo. I was, I was well, like, I said, oh, well, the the Buffaloes. Yeah, but you said Buffalo.
2: I said no. I said I'm on Tad's
0: side. Take Colorado. You're taking Tad. Okay. I, I, I said I didn't say Buffalo. I said Colorado. I was looking at. You said Buffalo. I said, I, I was looking at. We'll check the tape. I, I was uh, looking at Oregon, Washington. I like uh, the Ducks on the road covering the four and a half against Washington, but that's not my big X. week better than night. I- I'm going back to I'm going back to my roots. I-, I was good during football season when we had the Sun Belt weekday games. Uh, James Madison nationally ranked on the road, yep. taking on Louisiana in the fun Belt in the Cajun Dome. I think they cover what just went up. I had them covering four and a half. I still think they cover the five and a half. It's five and a half, which does seem low, doesn't it? It does. I feel like it's a, a trick bet, but I'm. I'm I'm not falling for it. I'm taking the Dukes. They cover on the road. Take James Madison. Take Oregon. Take Colorado, according to Trev. We're back tomorrow. Have a great Thursday night. We'll preview Pitt tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Go Cards also beat Duke tonight. I have to.